0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Peace and greetings. Peace and greetings, brothers and sisters. Peace and greetings. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom to you out there. Welcome in one more time right here to Coach Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely, we are in this house with you again. Most definitely in this house with you again. Delighted to be here once again. All praise due to the Most High. Yah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, yes, sir. Give yourself a round of applause, brothers and sisters. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. This is, brothers and sisters, uh, you know, this Tonight, we're going to be doing something very different right here tonight on the Culture Freedom Radio Network.
2: Most definitely going to
1: do something a little bit different tonight right here for Culture Freedom Radio. are going to even open up different and all of that right here for tonight. Let me make sure I'm checking my sound. Make sure everything is clear. I think so. Yes, sir. Um, let me see. Open my lab. But this here right here, first of all, let me give you the date. Right here on our Hebrew calendar, this is the 21st day of the month for the Hebrew calendar called a door a on the Hebrew calendar, which is the year 5,784 of a So this is the Hebrew calendar, like I said, it's the 21st of a which is the month of the Hebrew calendar called a door and uh, 500, I mean, 5,784 on the calendar, but which here on the calendar we use here, an American as well, uh they call it the gargelian calendar, which is march the first two thousand and twenty four yes sir, brother. Sizzle. um I got a couple of things before we get right on to this show and open up, but tonight right here, we're going to talk about biblical laws, biblical laws and rules of life and spirituality, yes, sir, indeed, biblical laws uh rules of life. And spirituality. Yes, sir. And let me see here. Okay, I'm trying to read some right fast. Okay. Yeah, ten four day I got to ten four. Ten four. Yes, sir. But like I said, that's what we got right here tonight, brothers sisters. So we're gonna talk about biblical laws and not just biblical laws, but just, just we're gonna, well, we're gonna talk about biblical laws and probably some ancient laws from ancient cultures and just rules of life and spirituality. Yeah, you know things of rules of life. We have to have rules of life, uh, brothers and sisters. Because every society has rules, and even in your home, your mother and father. Even when you was a child, your mother and your father established rules, laid down laws in their home. And you probably now as a parent, if those who are parents out there, and even if you don't have to be a parent, but you still set down laws in your home, which is your kingdom. But we have to have laws and things, right? And rules of life. If not, we will see a lot of things that we're seeing now, especially here in America, we're seeing a lawless society. Yes, a lawless society. But before I get into that, right here, brothers, I want to open up with a couple of things. I want to open up with a prayer. I open up with a psalms. But I also want to do right here first and foremost. I got to do this one. Y'all know that um, the brother, y'all have been listening to Culture Freedom for a long time. My brother Umar Sharif. You know, I used to do uh, promotion for five. He used to have you know a bookstore, uh, Masjid El Salam, and a bookstore. Down in Jacksonville, Florida, um, you know, I used to do like I said, advertisement. He had lectures and all type of things down there. Um, great elder uh, actually gave us one of our awards that Culture Freedom Radio had. Uh, we received we received a uh, certificate of a, uh, appreciation award from Magic El Salam back in two thousand and fifteen. Yes, sir, for Culture Freedom Radio appreciation award. Uh, we greatly do appreciate that, but. Um, I had spoke to the, I hadn't, have not spoke to the elder in a, in a while, but I was going through YouTube and I, you know, he has a YouTube channel and, uh, called the Tense of Kidar and I hadn't been getting the YouTube, um, notifications, but just so happened. I seen something where he was over in, uh, Ghana, he's in Ghana. And, um, but I was saying something on there, like he was saying, you know, dedication to my wife. And I was like, dedication to his wife. And it's kind of like, so I kept going, I went down on the feet a little bit. And I see a video from about a month ago where he was having a funeral, as they say, funeral for his wife. Yes, his his wife, the elder, the queen, uh, made a transition. Uh, So he's in Ghana now. So I I didn't want to call him. So I just texted him and said my condolences. But I'm just not seeing that. So, um, I think his wife's name was uh, uh, Adela Adela Sharif. So, to start this thing off right now, and for my, um, out of respect for the sister, I used to talk to the sister, and she, was, you know, the brother said, man, my wife has always asked, what's Sunray, what's Sunray? So, I want to give my, uh, right now, I just want to do a moment of silence for our sister, our elder, um, you know, and condolence uh, for right culture freedom radio because you know brother umar has you know I, I i we had an interview with um sister um what was her name sister i can't even think of the name y'all i'm trying to get my words out right here y'all it i'm not in high energy like i used to but we was um we had interview with he set all of this up you know we had interview with uh, dr scott whitaker uh our, our sister um uh, man, I can't even think of the name. Come on, man. Come on, Ariya, You'll get it right in a minute. But y'all know the sister, the elder. uh ah, I can't even think of her name. Come on now. Why you can't even remember the sister's name, Ariya? Uh, man, I, I want to say it. Can't get it out. But I can go ahead. But let's do a moment of silence. And while we're doing a moment of silence, I think of her name, y'all. Let us get a moment of silence for a second. Well, good sister, um, Adela Sharif. Yes, sir. All praise is due to the most. you all praise. praises, all praise. our deepest condolence and may her transition have been a peaceful transition. And before that, like I said, let's get, um, tell y'all we got to start off a little bit different tonight. Just cause cause one thing is Shabbat. It is our Shabbat day. This is the day that we start right here. Shabbat Eve. Shabbat Eve started at Friday night, what we call Friday night sundown to what they call a Saturday night sundown. So it does start off our Shabbat. Tonight for all the Hebrew Israelites out there and Hebrews and Jews and whatnot, you know, whatever, you know, title, Sadat uh, Shabbat. But I want to start off right here and open up with a prayer. Can I do that for, for y'all, so some brothers, then I get a psalms and we're going to get this uh, thing started tonight right here. First, let's open up with a prayer, brothers and sisters. It O oh Yahweh, God of our salvation, save us and gather us together and deliver us from the heathens so that we may give thanks unto their holy name. And glory to Thy praise. Blessed be the holy name of Yahweh our Elohim, and Israel forever. O oh, Yahweh, our Elohim, let us not be confounded, and let those let those who persecute us, and let us not be confounded, and let oh, excuse me, shalaki shalaki, I messed up y'all, and let O oh, Yahweh, let them be confounded that persecute us, and let us not be confounded. Let our enemies be dismayed. But not, but not let us be dismayed. Bring upon our enemies the day of evil, and and destroy them with double destructions. O Yahweh, thy Elohim, forgive our fathers for breaking your laws, and please forgive us for breaking your laws as well. Yahweh, help us to never bring shame upon thy great name, nor the reproach against thee. For surely we have turned ourselves to thee, O Yahweh, thy Elohim, trying to be upright. And as we confess our faults, please grant us protection against all of our faults, cleanse us our secret faults, us the best of morals, for surely our prayers and our sacrifice and our lives and our death are all for thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. And I want to read one more thing right here. Read Psalms um Psalms one hundred twenty-five if you can, brothers and sisters. It says Hallelujah, Hallelujah they that trust in yahweh the elohim shall be as mount zion we cannot be removed and abide forever as the mountains are round about jerusalem so yahweh the elohim is round about his people from henceforth ever even forever for the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lots of righteousness least the righteousness put forth their hands unto iniquity do good O yahweh the elohim unto those that do good and to them that are upright in their hearts as for such as turn aside unto thou crooked ways yahweh the alahim lead them for the workers of iniquity but peace shall be upon israel hallelujah brothers and sisters hallelujah all praise to the most we thank y'all for tuning in like i say one more time right here to liberation tabernacle of oh, Yahweh. well it is Liberation Tap of Doctor Ya, Coach Freedom Radio Network, all of those things right there, Lines by Radio. Just want to get in here. So let's jump into it, brothers. So just wanna get at that in here. But um man, um so many things, y'all It's just kinda like you uh, been been hearing some news. That's fine. I don't know, I just I guess I'm not in the hot energy right now, but I throw something else right here, um very fast. We really got to stay prayed up, brothers and sisters. Really got to stay prayed up and stay grounded. My wife and I went to a restaurant, and I'm gonna get, we're going to get into the t- title, I mean topic, but I just got to throw this out here. We went to a restaurant yesterday for the first time. I've never been to this restaurant, but went in there, and you know, the lady was talking to us and giving our orders, and she was like, well, we're going to be closed next week. You know, we're going to be closed. We got. she kept on saying, we got to get a mental break. Me and my husband, we just got to get away. We got to get a mental break. We just going through so much. And she said they lost 19, 19 friends and associates in one week. Let me say it again, y'all. 19 friends and associates in one week. She said some of it was due to heart attacks. And, you know, other things. Um, but she said there were two people that they knew. One one person, one guy committed suicide. It was two people committed suicide. One of them, one of their best friends. And she was saying how the guy, you know, had, he, just, he just bought a new car. Uh, they just moved in a new home. It was like, she was like, man, like he was just, 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 just everything was fine. Like he was on top of the world. But he, and check this out, y'all, said, but he, he kept himself, but he left a suicide note and said, the devil won. Said again, she said he left a note and said, the devil won. Yeah, that was his suicide note. So like she was saying, man, you, 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 you never know what a person is going through. No matter, you know, they could be you could think they don't got all the finances, they got everything, like, you know, um like the what's what's the young guy named Duvall singing that song, I'm living my best life. You can think they living their best life, but you really don't really know what's actually truly happening mentally and spiritually with some people. Yeah, that was just that was disheartening. She, she said there's a lady right down in the same shop um, shopping center, her dad had killed himself, but she didn't say exactly. He went into detail on that one, but what got me was when she said, the guy said, the devil won, y'all. Man, most high, have mercy. But yeah, that's what we're going to be getting into tonight right here, man, talk about biblical laws and rules of life and spirituality, and and, and I promise y'all, we truly need some spiritual upliftment and spiritual guidance around here, man, with all of this stuff we're seeing. And and there's a lot of troublesome people out here, man. Um, I don't know. There's an old gospel song right there. I got y'all mics over Brother Dave and Brother Alpha Mill. There's an old gospel song and I said that it it reminds me a song says, trouble in my way, I got to cry sometime. Trouble in my way, I got to cry sometime, y'all. I remember that old gospel song my grandmama and them used to sing, play all the time. And that's surely a truth to say in there, man. Sometimes trouble in our way. Sometimes we just want to cry sometimes, man. God have mercy. Yes, sir. But oh, uh, yes, yeah, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Y'all mics open, brothers. We're going to get into it. Go ahead. We're going to jump into it tonight. We're we'll going to talk about these biblical laws today and how, how is it impacting us and today. How can we utilize these biblical laws and this um, even? How was even with look at brothers right fast? Um, when America was established, did they even use some biblical laws with establishing America? Yeah, we are gonna look into that too, y'all. Did they and do rules of life? Do we need rules? Do we need these some laws? Do we need ordinance and uh, statues in our life? Do we need it? Because y'all, some people say, hey, we don't, we don't need no Bible. We don't need no book to tell us what to do. Y'all know, y'all heard the conscious community really say that we don't need no book to tell us what to do. Okay, okay, but uh, let's get into it, y'all. Shabbat shalom, my brother. Y'all come on in and let's get it on, like Soul Train. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Yes, yeah, Shabbat Shalom brother, Alpha Male. Yes sir, peace to you brother. Yeah. Man,
3: well, What you think about
1: that one, brother with
3: the- hey, oh, go hey, ahead, brother. hey, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat
1: Shalom.
3: Oh, smay Israel, odnalah, hew odnalah, a bruka ta odnalah, malachai lone. I'm getting yeah, by Shabbat Shalom. I got to run. Make a, yes sir. I got to go make a run real quick. And I'll be back in about five minutes. Uh about yes, five to ten minutes. I
1: gotcha, I gotcha. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. All right.
3: Well,
1: what, what what were you saying, brother Alpha Mill? Uh
4: I actually didn't. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: That's you like saying something. Well what what did you think about that one, brother, when the when the brother though man left a note that saying, uh, man, the devil won. That that got me, bro. Um
4: <laughs> I'm I'm not laughing because it's funny. Yes sir. I'm, I'm laughing because I can relate. Mm. Uh I had a uh, uh now I don't know if physical pain is as pain as mental pain. But mm. there were many days and I could tell you that Something always told me, you know, wouldn't it be nice if you didn't wake up? Wow, you know, you you wouldn't be in pain no more. But I'm I'm kind of stubborn. Mm. But it it was constant. It was like,
5: <laughs>
4: man, I'm telling you, it's it's you. You got to be really strong in your mind. You got to be really attached in your spirit to survive that, and it it's in it, 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 how do I put it? It's it's in everything. When you at that state, it's in the food you eat, the air you breathe, the sounds you hear. Uh, it's just like constant. It's almost like a drone, telling you just it, it'd be better if you don't wake up. Oh. You know, and because uh, I told you all the story about the uh, doctor that looked at me and said, you know, I, I can see what's wrong with you. I can fix you. And uh, that, that was probably my last chance. Wow. In all honesty. Because I, you know, I gave up. I said, well, you know, <laughs> if I don't wake up, but, you know, it's just me being hearty I was like, nah, that, that, that ain't cool either. I, I, I ain't never ran for nothing and uh got got the surgery man and it's been all uphill since then but that was a uh, 15 it might have been longer than 15 years but i i can relate to that that sentiment you
5: know mm. so yes sir
1: now go ahead brother i oh, man i'm i'm I, <laughs> I, 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 i've been down that road yourself bro yeah
4: yeah, yeah. So. It's it's not far-fetched. It's not, you know, science fiction. It's not like, you know, like you would see in a movie where there's this figure, you know, this evil figure. It just, it attacks your spirit. Yes, sir. And, and And your spirit's attached to your will. And once your spirit's defeated, you have no will to do anything.
1: Yes sir. You're
4: right.
1: Yeah, I've I've had those um I had that experience. Well, I didn't try to use a gun to blow my head off or nothing like that. Hey, thank God. But I I wanted to get out of here and I've tried. I ain't gonna lie, it was some things that was going on um many years ago, y'all. That's before I really got deep into my spiritual self. Um and I did, man. I've I've just gave up. And um, I did try to kill myself. I ain't going to lie, y'all. But the Most High I didn't, like I said, what they say, man, the elders say he had a plan for me. It wasn't my time. And I thank the Most High that I didn't because, tell y'all, man, I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing today. So he had I most definitely know there was a plan for me because I most definitely tried to. And, and I said, people say, this, this is people say. That's a coward move. Man, You t- it take a coward to kill himself. Ah, that's a, that's a, I don't know who the hell said that lie. <laughs> I don't know who said this, where that, where that lie came from. I mean, even put the gun in your head to blow your brains out. But now, you know what I think about? It? I said, man, i what be, I, if, and sometimes, man, like I said, that spirit was still, it, it would try to come to you. Like some, something happened. Man, why don't you just go get out of here, man? It'd be, like you said, it'd be better off if you was dead. You know, they don't say that you need to kill yourself. But like you said, it really might be like, things would be better, man. You were dead. You wouldn't even have to worry about none of that stuff. It's like crazy. So I'm like, nah, you got to go on. you Get away from here, babe. But it's like you said, get behind me, say. <laughs> but like, like, I said, uh, oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't know, man. Look, I'm scared of the most high. You know, uh, you, you got be messed up, doc. I I really just going to get hit by the truck or something. Dude. I ain't going to do that. Because, you know, I, uh no, sir. Yeah. But you're right, brother. You'd be like, man, you wouldn't have to worry about this stuff, man. People, people, people you be better off, man. You know, yeah. But yeah, that's that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Now, I came to, well, e to the most house. It's time to check out, Sorry, y'all. Uh, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
4: Yes, sir. Yeah, but, but uh, man, it's so yeah,
5: strange because
4: you, yeah. you, you, now hindsight is uh, an amazing thing because now at the time and even after the time i didn't realize what i was going through mm-hmm. so it so i didn't say I, I can't say i was outright trying to end it mm-hmm. but my, be, my behavior changed to where i really didn't care one way or the other mm-hmm. so so you know i you're uh, uh, just being risky, you know what I mean? Like, yes, uh, I, uh, like I'm the type I don't I don't start trouble. But in that state, I started a lot of trouble, and really didn't care how it turned out, and was in it to win it. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's yes, just <laughs> it like me going up against a grizzly bear. <laughs> what, what no sweat?
5: Let's go.
4: You know it, it, that. <laughs> But now that I look back on it, you know what I mean? That, that was stupid. <laughs> and it, it was uh, theoretically suicidal. Mm. But I didn't care. Mm. I just, it, it could have been three cops, 12 cops, 100 cops. I don't care. Let's do this. That's it. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, it's just a deep thing. And, and now that I think about it, a lot of our young folks are experiencing the same thing because if you look at the behavior, man, they, 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 they all out and they don't care live or die. They, they, they just out there. And it yeah. makes you think that's that same spirits on them for some reason. And, and I know this is off the topic, but
5: yeah. you know, a, lot
4: kids, you know, a lot of these kids have been mentally and sexually abused, man. Mm. And and that, I, I don't care what nobody says, a child that's abused n- never gets wrecked, right, even into adulthood, you know. Mm. So they're out here feeling it. Man, that, that that's the difference in the pain that I was feeling and the pain that could, you know, mess your mind up. It's all the same because that spirit jumped on you. You don't care no more. Of that spirit keeps said man you better update I, I might go out here and get back you know I might want get me a pistol and, you know play stick them up mm. you
5: know
4: so that's right yeah I think this, this spirit is, is everywhere
1: but you're on topic brother you're not on topic because number one it's still in the title spirituality and that's that's a spirit but anytime we we, we giving you know um, man we talking about something that can help people anyway so it, it's always on topic because we're giving things to help because somebody out there going through something right now they'll be listening to this they'll be going through something and, 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 and it probably was even though we have a topic but somebody is meant for us to talk about some of this stuff Somebody listening, you know. Yeah, so we always on topic regardless. <laughs> you know, yeah, so you know. I, but man, yeah, this. It's, it's, but like I said, bro, going on out here. So Them uh one week. I bet man, I bet they are spiritual. I mean, they are rich. She was like, we got to get away. We got to get away. It was a husband and wife in on the restaurant. So yeah, I, I don't. I can imagine. Oh man. Um, I want to read one thing right back Could kind of talk about the law for the day again. Um, cause I was looking up something and I was, you know, cause I've always heard, you know, the foundation of America, you know, we say that they say this is a Christian what well, they Some of them say a Judea Christian society. So I was even looking up some stuff earlier. Um, um, what a site type. In. I was like, did the, How did the Bible, did did America, did the Bible impact the laws or something to that degree? American laws, and I looked up something, it said the Bible and American law. And it says, the Bible has a significant impact on American law and constitutional tradition. The early colonists who settled in British North America brought with them the English common law, a system of jurisprudence that that is leading authority um claim is based on christianity now that's what it says but this ain't this i need a whole a whole article it says the bible the biblical the bible's influence on law face increasing challenges especially these challenges and only laws that uh can be defended on secular grounds have survived in the 21st century but uh Article I was reading, it was talking about how, yeah, that
6: uh oh, uh -oh. this thing here,
1: okay, this thing talking, I don't want to talk, (laughs) yeah, but it did say that early colonists and stuff because basically it was saying Christianity, bro. But you know, where did Christianity even stem from out of Judaism? So, yes, there's a lot of they said a lot of some, um, but they say the mosaic law and things did um, impact a lot of the the foundations of the American um, laws when they first established here. So, yes, I believe impact on how they structured the laws in America. And even when we go way back with that, even biblical laws, we talk about before you had um, other ancient laws and ancient texts that always been – Systematic laws uh like theres something y'all know, I don't know if y'all know about the laws of Hammurabi which days date back man who are we hundreds of maybe hundreds of thousands of years uh it way before there was anything called a Bible, right it were um because you know even Abraham just to a place called or or chidea so he, there were always some similar laws. And I'm trying to find here. Have this book that talk about. Yeah, have a book called uh, Encyclopedia, uh, this Illustrated Encyclopedia on Bible Facts, and this goes into man. I mean, just everything. Talk about laws and statues and stuff. But he was even talking about here, like you got some laws called the Hittite laws. Is um, it said the Hittite laws was, uh, assumes that a god was con- was a conquering ruler of the nations. But in the Bible, the relationship between God and Israel is a more of a personal one. Israel is God's treasured possession. But it was just talking about how in the Near East, if you study like what they call Near East, which Asiatic area in that area outside of Africa, um, most people would say Asia. They call it the ancient Near East, Mesopotamia, and all that. There was always some kind of uh, laws, and, and a lot of it plays out even in the Bible, which but some people won't acknowledge, <laughs> but even when you get to reading the story of Noah uh that's the whole story of Noah, there's an actual um story that even predates that with someone named um they call it Umniphitum uh an ancient Mesopotamia um legend and tradition, so there's a lot of this that goes in there, but there always been somewhere some kind of law that uh, we call laws that was established. And a lot of it just plays straight out in the Bible. Like, you know, you always had somewhere the uh, law about murdering, stealing, and killing, and things of this nature. But uh, one other thing right like, fast, and they you jump in when you get ready. But like, there's some, here, this thing called laws and statutes. But when you get into the Bible, there are several different forms of laws, or maybe we say laws of codes that deal with several different uh things in far as a society and you remember now when they talked about moses they were getting ready to and moses was telling them well when you get ready to go into the land of canaan and they was establishing because they was basically all, now this is how i basically put it y'all this is my words uh they were getting ready to establish their constitution right because they was getting ready to go into the land of and, and of canaan established their governance how they were going to govern themselves so they had different laws such as uh you know, you had um independent um independent laws or independent responsibility, uh equality laws, you had like civil laws and um let me see, I'm just kinda of looking at some of the things to keep myself in line here, pull it up. Um law, holiness laws, you had ceremonial laws, you know you had did with stuff with the audit of coveting, you had dietary laws uh quarantine laws you know when they was talking about how like one thing here talk about quarantine when um a woman here uh, like the, someone is dead there were rules when you, you know when someone die that that, that you couldn't to be impurity called impurity and stuff like that you couldn't come in a temple if you had been around dead bodies and cyber thing a woman on a menstrual cycle and you know things of that nature so they even had laws of quarantine notice when somebody had they said had leprosy at that time you had to be they had to be quarantined so um yeah like i said you had civil laws religious laws main political uh, laws for political uh leaders and uh court systems so that's why I said something criminal laws. So this is why I say sometimes when we say we gotta get back to the laws of the Torah, we have to be more specific than that. That's general. That's a general term. We gotta get back to the laws of the Torah. Basically, like which ones? What right. what are we talking about? And how and how do we deal with um some of these laws today? Because certain things that um that was that's talked about in the Bible uh far as the laws, we don't do them today. We don't we don't we don't do them today. And and, and here's something for a matter of fact. Um it's like crimes against a person. And now I I'm gonna have to ask this question. Now we say we gotta get back to the laws, statutes and commandments of the most high, right? Which we talk about laws the laws of the Bible, biblical laws. Now here's something when it talked about the laws of the law of rape, right? Uh, right? Try to get these glasses out here. Now would we do this today? Would we do this today? And we got to get back to the laws that would we be doing this today? Because it talked about here in the Bible when a woman is raped and um, her her, her uh, rapist. He either – I'm trying to find it exactly. Okay, here we go. It is a a. I'm just read this one here. It says, if a woman was attacked and did not cry out for help, her attacker was not guilty of rape. But if she was – but if she sought help without being able to get it, and and if she was married and betrothed, which is engaged, uh, her husband was to be put to death – I mean her attacker, I'm sorry, was to be put to death – if an unmarried woman was raped, the attacker had to pay a diary price. Now, back in the days, uh, it says 50 Shukels," which is silver, 50 pieces of silver. In fact, uh, he often had to pay a double diary to make her more desirable, a desirable bride. The woman might decide to marry her attacker, or her father might decide to that the two should get married. Now let's just stop right there. Now, we say we got to get back to the law statute of Babylon of the Bullseye. Now, are we saying if someone raped your daughter today, and Lord most high please I hope it don't happen? But I'm just we just going here trying to, to have a discussion. If something like that would happen, would we <laughs> Tell that damn attacker when they caught him, you're going to have to pay me $100,000. No, hell no. $1,000 or, or uh, $500, and you're going to marry my daughter. Would we do that today? <laughs> I know. I know goddamn well I wouldn't. I, I would be one of them ones. Put his ass to death like he was saying at first. Put his ass to death. Whether she cried out or not, I put his ass to death.
4: Yeah, yeah I I couldn't get with them in, in this day and age. No way, no.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah, you I, I, I can do it. Go ahead, brother. I,
4: I want I, I want them dead, just uh, just smacking them a bunch. You know.
5: <laughs> so, yeah. Nah, nah, that's
1: no. Nah. <laughs> yeah see this is why we we had to sometime when I, we say that and see things like that was in those days so we thought well we got to follow the bible whatever well yeah certain things that was in their days but here's there are some modifications and this is what i i do peep out with a lot of what we call the, the jews in judaism was it rabbinical judaism or whatnot um they would still talk about the laws but 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 like it said, it was one portion I had somewhere, I forgot, in one of the books I have, and it talks about how uh, it does have to be when your society has changed, you have to change those with your cultural ways of today and still not try to get away from actually to knock what it's saying, but you have to make it rel- relatable to your day and this time. Because we don't, I don't know if nowhere where they actually, I don't know. Maybe there is some parts like in the Afghanistan or somewhere they probably still do that because they still beat the hell out of them folks, stone folk to death and stuff over there. But yeah. we put people in jail today. That's a different system that we have over here. And today they get caught. They put their ass in jail. They do a rape test and rape kit, all that stuff. And they go into jail. We don't, we don't do this. So even with that. Uh if we still look at this, there the Bible was still speaking though of uh, a a uh, a penalty law for raping someone. So but that's still a law that we can still point back to the Bible uh and what was it in the Deuteronomy and, and, and show that like they just Deuteronomy twenty two uh chapter twenty two and it's talking about that. So we still can point to that well so the Bible did speak about it and how it's a penalty for raping a woman. But we're not today in, in our age going to do as it said exactly how it said they did it, because we don't do that. But we can point, like I said, but we're showing that the Bible said, hey, you do have to penalize somebody for raping someone. That's what we can relate. So that's why I said some things in the Bible, uh, morality laws, property laws, we point to it and look at it, but we can abstract it. And we got to make it, relatable to our day and our time because like we look at certain things in the Bible um, you'll see when Moses is speaking hell he talking to them but people like they act like you know like Moses talking right to us like this stuff is really written for us right now in 2024 like he was talking like law man that's day day in time we don't do a lot of things that we done back then so that's why I'm really I'd be technical and I try to be technical. We said we got to get back to the laws, statute, and commandments. Are like, you talking about exactly how they did it? Because we don't ride horse and buggies no more. So they was talking about horse and buggies and uh, if you somebody donkey and all of this stuff. We don't ride donkeys no more. Now, we might ride, ride yeah. Ford pickup. We ride Mustang, Ford Mustangs, but we don't ride <laughs> them actual donkeys, you know. So, you know, so that's will <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah we but it's I don't know, but we have to. We should have laws, and America does have laws of today. And but if you got something else for America, I'm just
4: throwing out some things
1: because like, I'm getting it. a
4: couple of things. Yeah, even though like you said, it's not uh, like the the penalty has changed, but the fact that it's a crime or it's a sin remains. And you will know, be a Yes,
1: sir. Uh, unlike Paul says, we're not under the law. <laughs> and, and that's <laughs> like how America is taking this. We're hey, we not under the law. That's like, you know what? I, I, I know I'm going somewhere else, but I shouldn't. throw one politics in here, but it all, it's always uh, relevant. It's like that's what the Democrats are basically doing today with their so-called criminal reform bills. Uh, I don't know what you can call them. They're criminal reform thing, as they're saying. Uh, They're giving out the Paul Doctrine. Hell, you can go rob, loot, steal, kill, and murder. Hell, you ain't under the law no more. So you can do this, and you're going to go. Yeah, you might go to jail, but we're going to let you out on bond for free. Do as thou wilt. And that's what they say to be doing the Paul doctrine
4: <laughs> yeah, and uh you familiar with Aleister Crowley yes sir <laughs> that, that, that was his slogan, but that was
1: yes sir that
4: that was letting there that, that was more for devil worship, that's how they justify devil worship
1: mm, yep,
4: and that so that's exactly
1: what they do Do as you yeah. will as long as it make you feel yeah. good,
4: do it. Yeah. And yes, that's, and, and ain't that ain't that Satan's job to give you the desires of your flesh?
5: Mm.
4: Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's, the, here's, the, here's the smooth thing. Now, Satan doesn't have the power to force you to do anything. He's just like a little bird in your ear, always trying to influence you to do the things. Mm-hmm. So, and then you had to ask yourself, whose fault is it
1: that I did it?
5: You
1: know how people say, what well, no. the devil made me do it? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, and just, I like you this, for me, because I don't know if you familiar with what the Quran said, but you you, you, you talking what the Quran says. Hey,
4: what my man always said, there aren't really any original phones. You know, there's there you so go. much so much unknown history in a man's DNA, you know, does mm. <laughs> does he truly know from whence he came?
1: Man, yes sir. Let me get that Quran while I'm saying that.
4: <laughs> Yeah,
1: man, let me get that Quran a little bit. Of a, Cause I, be, I be saying it all the time. And I said, well, let me get this Quran in here because there's a chapter in here. Uh, I forget exactly how the top where it. I been so long since I read this old Quran here, uh, man. But it's called the Whisperer. Cause what you are saying, bro? Like I said, people like, but but what you said that people say, well, the devil made me do it. But it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, ain't make you do nothing. Uh. Like the, And that's what it says in the Quran. It's like, oh, I didn't make you do nothing. I only suggest it. That's why right. he's called in, in, in the Holy Quran, he's called the whisperer. He only whispers ah. into the heart of man and suggests that you do it. Like I said, and I say this several times. Shalom, shalom. Him. Yeah, Shalom, Shalom. I'm going to finish this part out right there, day and I'm going to get right back to I'm going to get it to you. But there's a part in here uh, that says, um, I'm trying to look for this whisper too, but it talked about in the Quran. Like, it's been so long, I ain't going to be able to find it, y'all, off the top of my head. But it speaks about on a day of judgment, and it talks about, like, even your own body part going to be a witness. 14, verse 22. The whisperer? Yes, Surah 14, what
3: verse 22. It 14. Sir 14, Verse 22. You talking about art and the day and the, and the, uh, you talking about when Satan will say, I,
1: yeah, I when he go ahead.
3: Surah 14, verse
1: 22. Yeah, I got 14, 22. Damn, I had a bookmark too.
5: Damn. I sure did.
1: There a bookmark. Go. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember, but... Yeah, and say, will say, uh, when the matter is decided, if Allah was who gave you a promise of truth to our promise, he said, wait a minute, Allah, let me to see, make sure that's the right one. I don't know if it's the right one I wanted. But I, it, was, it was on the Day of Judgment. We were talking about the Day of Judgment when man stand before the Most High. You know, the Bible, the Holy Quran says Allah. We still, it says God in English, translated God English. But anyway, it was saying how... Um, well, they'll judge because say like all your body parts going to be a judgment against you. Your arm is going to be a witness against you. Your leg, everything is going to be a witness against you. Your own body parts going to be a standing judge against you. But isn't that, though? But it was saying how, you know how we said the devil made me do it? But it's going to like, we said, well, as here it said, Tan, what the devil mean? It said, he going to be called to a witness. Satan, Hashetan, going to be called to the witness stand. And it says, hey, um. Did you tell him to like? I always use this analogy, y'all. I don't know why, but did you tell him to snatch that that elderly lady purse? And how's son gonna say? No, I didn't tell him I didn't tell him to, to snatch. Well, all the things I did, I just suggested. Hey, man, if you need some money, you said you need some money, right? If I was you, I would snatch that old lady purse. I mean, you know, she got a couple hundred dollars in the purse. That what I would do if I was you. But but you ain't got to do that. He said he only whispered to the heart of man. And that's why I like to say it again in the book of James, see, when a man is uh, is led, a man is tempted. He don't say that the most High tempted him, but every man is tempted by his own desire, his own passion, something that you want to do. And it's like, you know, like I said, I talk about the high and lower self, the, uh, you know, the cartoons always had that the good angel and the bad angel. And like I said, these whisperers is something that whispers out, but it's on you. Like, even when um, in the book of uh, uh, the book of Exodus, I mean, not Exodus, but let me get this right fast. Let me get this right fast. The book of Genesis and chapter four. Uh, let me get it right fast. The book chapter four. I like this part. And it's talking about when he was talking about Cain. Now, this is my complete Jewish study Bible. It's going to read different than y'all King James. But it says chapter four, uh, Genesis chapter four, what's this verse? Can't get my eyes right right, tonight, y'all. I ain't got enough light in here. Verse 6 says, and the most high y'all said to Cain, why are you you angry? It says, "Why, um, why so downcast? If you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head high? And if you don't do what is good, sin is crouching at the door. It wants you, but you can rule over it. Now that's now that's great. Now Christians will tell you that's a, might be a different subject, but Christians always tell you, "Ain't nothing you can do." You know, we all born sinners, and nothing you can do, but you got to wait on the blood of Christ. Like I say that's a whole different subject, y'all. I want to get into that, <laughs> but it's ain't nothing you can do. But but wait a minute. But the Book of Genesis says that sin is at the door, and it wait on you, but you can rule over it though. You have the desire. I mean, you have the the uh the control whether you open, like i said it is it, it, sitting there at the door waiting on that opportunity to, for you to let it in it's on you to let it in so that's what i like about it that's genesis man uh uh chapter four verse verse six through seven but that's what i like that you it's on you everything is on you but yes sir but go ahead david we, we get jump into some of these other laws, and I'm going to go into some things, uh, the law of the stranger, all type of stuff tonight. We're going to get into some of this stuff tonight.
3: Oh, long, so long, So something that um you were talking about earlier, Um, you was talking about somebody, uh, uh, you had, was in a restaurant, and a lady told you a story. About somebody, you say killing themselves. Well, she.
1: They said that, uh, like nineteen uh, in one week, at least nineteen friends or associates or maybe people they knew, uh, died uh, in one week. Uh, but they said two people died of suicide. It was one person who, there was another restaurant owner right down the walk. Her father killed himself. They didn't go into detail, but it was one of their close, close friends. Uh, like I said, man, he they, they said she said that uh, him and his girl just got a new house. He just bought a brand new car. I mean, he's like, man, everything. He was on top of the world every time. When you see him, he was just smiling, just happy, and happy as can be. But when he left the suicide note, said the devil won. That's the note they found. When he killed himself, the devil won.
3: Now, that's something that um, I uh, you know when you said that, and I heard heard you say that, you know, as far as like earlier about you know the guy being on top of the world and how he killed himself, you know, even though he was happy all the time, saw. So, now, there's something that, you know, Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 17:9. He said, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Now, the Pro- prophet Jeremiah at that time was talking to a lot of the people who was around him at that time that was just out there, some of the leaders who was just into wrong shit. Now... When we're looking at money and especially, you know, when it comes time for money and it look and you know, especially with people who, you know, got a lot and got everything, a lot of time they ain't happy. I would ask something there you know, there used to be a time when I wanted a lot of money, you know, and I used to say it on the show all the time. I don't know back in the day, you know, Maureen, RVI. You remember I was going through some rough patches financially, and uh, I would say it all the time. I want some money, man. I want. I want to be on top of the world. You know, tired of this broke shit. You know, and I'm gonna tell you something. You know, me being in that salon industry, barbering industry, I've had times where I've, like, the shop that I work at now, I've been at this shop for five years at my shop that I work at. Um, Now, I quit my shop, you know, that I've been at for over five years, you know, one-man shop by myself. Um, I, I work for a, a, kind of like a assisted living type facility, cutting hair, you know, for, you know, people who are, you know, I just said who are I? down and out. Now, the shop that I work at, I'm talking about was slow as hell, but I stayed in there. It made me Enough money to take care of myself, pay my bills, stuff like that. Now, my third year there, I had um, I had quit, and I had went to uh, I had quit because you know COVID nineteen they came in, and you know for the barbering industry and the salon industry, COVID really fucked us up. Excuse my language. I know it's on Shabbat, but I'm just going to tell you, it, you know, it, it fucked up barbers and cosmetologists. So what I ended up doing, I ended up getting a, another job that paid a lot of damn money, but I worked around other people in the salon. In a salon, a high-end salon. And Did not even though I made good money. I'm talking about my checks was good. I would make like two thousand dollars every like two weeks. Got paid more than the shop that I was working at before that I had quit. Man, I'm say I was unhappy, but I would tell you something. People I was working around was a bunch of Filipinos. But bunch of damn Asians that did not like my ass for shit. And I'm going to tell you something. I was unhappy like hell. I ended up getting fired from that job. But two weeks before I got fired, they asked me back that I want to go back to the shop that I was at, the, you know, the company. They said, we'll pay you double. And I'm like, well, shit. I can work two days a week. So I was planning on working there, you know, and then I'll go to the other shop, you know, and I ain't let them know that that's what I was doing. But I ended up doing that, playing both sides of the field. I'm glad I did because they fired me from that good paying job that I was feeling, you know, real, real. The money was the money was good. But I was just fucking unhappy. I'm talking about literally, like mentally, I couldn't stand the fucking people. I had like nothing. So even, even though I went back to the old shop that I worked at before that didn't really make me too much money at this assisted living facility, you know, uh I'm going to tell you something. I felt, I felt happy though. I don't make too much money. I felt that peace. Everybody know me, you know, and I'm going to tell you something. That's one thing I'm going to tell you with, especially with black American men's health. And I don't think we talk about this too much about black men's, uh, uh, mental health. But that's something that we have to talk about. You know, I I don't give a damn. I know a lot of brothers and sisters go say that's the you know European terminology, psychology and all that. Which it is. But they hear that about the breath you saying the sister will tell you out every day, had good money, built a nice house. I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Money ain't 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 for everybody. You know, something I'm gonna add in here. Uh, with this, the yeah, it did, look...
1: we, uh, jump. We we gonna throw that in, and then we want to jump back onto the laws because we had a lot. We want to okay. get back into the laws. But yeah, go ahead. You, okay. we want to jump back to that.
3: But I'm just saying, you know, you know, the money, you know, is uh is good and all, but it ain't all that good. You know, and King Solomon had an issue with that. He had an issue with that. And uh King Saul, I wanna tell y'all something. King Saul in the book of first Samuel actually killed himself also. When he lost his battle against the Philistines, Philistines, he actually killed himself. I said, man, that's uh, that's something that, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't really talk about. But that's something that I I feel like you ought to talk about. A lot of people should. So, yeah, suicide Mm. is... Is especially very high and the state Ooh. of Virginia suicide is very high. Yes,
5: sir. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to throw out something like, say we kind of, that was good. Cause that's on the spiritual level. Yeah. Cause you didn't get to, but I got so many things. We talk about biblical laws and rules of life because we are living Like, so we're living now in an unruly uh or a lawless society. It's Paul. Teach. <laughs> um, and even here, I want to go with something here. It's honor and respect your elders, which the Torah teach. And I know we a lot of us, we a lot of us, we're older brothers. And you no, know, we grew up when we would t- train and taught this thing to respect your elders. You know, um, even when I was out there acting food in the street. And we were doing stuff, we had no business. but we seen our elders, you calm down. Hey, they gonna miss Joan, they gonna miss Joan, they go they go miss the so-and-so, so and so. so and so Chill Cool out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Hey, Mr. So and so, how you doing? You know, we acting a fool. Well, they see they see you doing this. hey hey, 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 hey boy, I see y'all. Y'all better cut that out. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Nowadays, boy F you mother something so man, they could go off on the elders. But here's yeah. something we see in that we are taught in the Torah. Here's something I'm just reading, and I'm going to give you this. It says, one of the way. – uh-oh, because uh, I'm just reading things. I, I got my book right here. It's a book called Torah for Dummies, Torah for Dummies. <laughs> you know, like they had all them this for dummies, Windows 98 for dummies, all that. They got a good one It's called Torah for Dummies. They go and break a lot of stuff down in here, different laws and type of stuff. And this one here, just respect for your elders. Um... This is let me see here. It's talking about some. It says when, whether it's your parents or an elderly uh, person or a wise person, honoring them means displaying respect and kindness to them according to the Torah. One of the ways to show honor and respect is to stand up when an elderly or wise person enters a room, and surely when he or she approaches you, the Torah urges you to rise out of honor, as the Torah says. Now, I'm going to read my Complete Jewish Study Bible, how it, it reads and then write it. It says, this is the book uh, coming out of the book of Leviticus 19 and 32. It says, stand up in the presence of a of a person with gray hair. Show respect for the old. Uh, you are to fear Yahweh the Elohim. But it says, stand up in the presence. Now, this one says a person with gray hair. Now, there's another version that says, before... And, oh, the uh, old person, you shall rise, and you shall honor the faith of the elderly. Now, I've seen, like, on some t- um, Shabbat classes, uh, I see a lot of it with, like, some, uh, like, especially the House of Israel and like Atlanta, I see them sometime when they have it. And just like the House of Israel, uh, that, that, that congregation, when the elders come in, I don't care what they doing and how they, they be, whatever they going over. The, uh, the more ready could be teaching, the elder come in. It's everybody stand for the elder. Everybody stand for the elder, and everybody stand for the elders when the elders enter the room. That is one of the laws in the Torah. Uh, you know, like I, mean, I heard, even used to hear the conscious community, uh, in certain lectures or something before um, certain people talk. They said, "I've heard Dr. Colin uh, Abdul Muhammad, may the peace be upon his soul, and several others." Ask the elders. Elders, do I have permission to speak? Do I have permission to speak? Like say, yeah, yeah. And then they start their, you know, they lecture and everything. But that's what's this in the Torah? That's a old thing with respecting our elders, respecting our elders, which seem to be now a thing, seem to be, be lost now. But go ahead, brother. Your brother got something on that one.
4: No, I was, I was just agreeing with you. It did used to be that way. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. And uh, it it got a little confusing later because mm-hmm. uh, they confuse respect with <coughs> obeying your elders. Mm-hmm. So there there was a a respectful way to be disagreeable. But somehow that went away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it. it, And I hate to tie everything to this, but
5: I think it it went
4: away with this uh, this uh, uh, pedophile and uh, homophile spirit. Because you like, (laughs) I don't know. I I just noticed that it, it changed during the time when all this became fashionable because there was a time, man, they, they were out there. They were just out there. They weren't, you know, flying flags, you know, fighting for rights to bed your children and all that. And, uh, you know, you could respectfully avoid them, you know, without, you know, just, you know, being all crazy, you know, no, sir. You know, my, my father said, Nope, Nope. My mother said, "Nope, nope," you know. And uh, but when when they started abducting children and this sex trafficking became a thing, you know, they they changed it to where you know you, you need to listen to the other and, and, and do what they say, and, and that wasn't cool. So they they changed mm-hmm. the definition of it, which I think that's part of why it got lost.
1: And brother Alpha Male, you must have been reading this book, Alpha Male, because I'm gonna tell you what. Because what, what, <laughs> this chapter is talk about. I, I didn't read that part because I'm trying to cut it a little bit short for y'all. Everybody could get in. But in this part, it started off in this chapter that was talking about honor and respect. It ain't really chapters; this small sections. But it talked about that. It was talking about the original Hebrew word. Uh, here it says does not mean to obey. It does not mean obey. It just means honor, but it does not mean obey. It says, as an adult, you aren't obligated uh, to obey your parents. For example, if your parents tell you to do something that's wrong, uh, you certainly does, uh, do not have to obey it. Whether it's your parents or elderly person or a wise person, honoring them means displaying respect and kindness to them according to the Torah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's why I you've been reading this book album, man. <laughs> you ain't tell nobody. <laughs> yes, sir. See, you right on point. Yes, sir. Wow. Right on point. Wow. See that? All praise to the both eyes. See, see that? With his spirit. When with, 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 uh, Curtis made me, I said, when his spirit hits you, you got to move. See, that's it. He's right on the track. Yes.
3: Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, yeah. You know what? I'm glad you uh, said that, Alpha Male, because even when we do talk about respecting the elders, you have a whole bunch of them uh, dumbasses that walk around and say, well, I'm an elder. You you hear, and I hear, especially the conscious community, and I'm glad you brought that up with Khalid Muhammad. When you hear when you hear the word elder, elder doesn't mean just because your ass is old. You know, at one point, uh, elder like even when you are uh, looking into the uh, scriptures, uh, what was was they uh, uh two tank mean the two tank almond. You know, in, in Egypt, he was an elder and he was young. You know, when we're looking into Islam, Amir, even Solomon, he was an elder, but he was young. You know, mm-hmm. well, you had uh King David. He was young when he slew Goliath, but he was still considered an elder and a king. So... That's the issue also when we're also looking at the word elder because you get people that take that word and what they do is, oh, I'm an elder, I'm an elder, and it's like, what the hell? You could be an old, fat, drunk with a 40 in his hand. Oh, you got to stretch your elders. I'm like, well. What the old nigga is is disrespectful as hell, and like like Alpha Male was saying, what if he a damn a pedo? You know what? The, we still supposed respect his ass. You know that that's the that's the issue. That's why I say I hate throwing the word elder around, even though the Torah says that about you know being respectful to your elders. You know. Not everybody that's old should be is, is, is considered an elder. You know,
1: you know what, what, what they? The, well, according to Torah, like I just read, because I'm, I'm gonna read this first. I don't know what, um, I don't know what what you call definition this is. Well, see. I don't know which version this is. I'm just reading out of this book, and I'm gonna go back to my. uh, I'm gonna go back to, I'm gonna get the stone to knock. I'm gonna get the stone to knock and get this out of here. Because what what they're saying, like like you saying now, the the definition of elder now basically somehow we're kinda using it is different. Because like even here in this thing says when it said respect your elders now it says when it was talking about just breaking it down in a different I mean, as far as the definition, it was saying um it says whether, whether your parents are elderly or a wise person. Now I think that's how sometimes they may be using sometimes elderly as a a person with knowledge. Because I think I've heard this years ago. Uh, uh, not just an older person, but someone who's wise and, and 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 you know and knowledge. But as we look at Torah, it says that uh, before it says. The Torah says before an a, a old person uh, shall you rise and you shall honor the face of an elder. <laughs> so we, what, what would be the definition? So basically the Torah was saying that for an older person or a person of age, like one of the other um, things, say a person with gray hair. Now, hell, some people got gray hair and hell in their 20s. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. It
2: wasn't
1: would, it talking about that, though. It was basically talking about the older person, you know, someone up in yeah. age, you know, of age. You know, we see, we know, we know what elder, you know, what an elder, what, but it was
3: actually talking about the
1: toilet I'm trying to find it in the stone, the stone right fast. See how and, the stone, and, uh, see how they know, translate it.
3: But, but, see this. Is, I got my stone to knock right here, right in front of me. Yeah, but I'm trying to see My thing is, is you know. Is when we're looking at that word elder, it don't mean like for instance, brother polite could be an elder to somebody that's young as hell. But brother polite, you know, he ain't right in here. But see, so that goes
1: again. They was why would they? Okay, here I mean to cut you, so I like it ain't many you, Shalaki. Why would they call now? Despite his antics or whatever, why would they been calling polite a elder? Because of wisdom,
3: yeah, wisdom. Because yeah. he was
1: a teacher, yeah. he they was they was calling him an elder because of his te- like they call Booker T. Coleman. Well, I I I forget his other name. Forgive me, Booker T. I forgot your other name. What they call you? Uh, on, him. On. There you go, uh, Professor James Small. Remember when yeah. these are teachers, these are elders in the community who give what? Knowledge, wisdom and knowledge. That's why they're being called elders because, like, again, like this book was saying, uh, even an older person or a wise person, not just because you're old, if you're w- with wisdom. Like I said, I've heard this in the country community before, they, you know, how they were saying they used the word uh, elder. Uh, but the stone says, in the presence. In the presence of an old person, you shall rise and you shall honor the present. See, here it goes. Now, it is a difference. It's two things here, uh, according to the stone. So it is. It says, and. So it's talking about the older person and a wise person. Because it says, in the presence of an old person, you shall rise and you shall honor the presence of a sage according to here and it says and you share reverence your your most high Elohim. Uh they have a footnote. Do they have a footnote in here? Thirty two. Yeah, okay, here's a footnote. I guess this from you no know, Rashi, according to Rashi. It says in the presence of an old person, according to Rashi, following the verse, okay, it says two halves of the verse explain one another, meaning that the commandment is to rise And to honor a sage who is both elderly and righteous. It says other hold that these are two separate commandments to rise for and honor anyone over the age of 70. And uh, even if he is not learned and to rise for the honor of a sage, even if he is, is young. So so there you go again so, so I'm saying, yeah you see what it is it said, so I guess it depends on how you translate that and look at that too that was
5: uh, the
4: yeah, stone
1: addition I, to not
4: yeah because uh, that's interesting because uh, like the my folks from down south they would just say you had an old soul mm. instead of saying that you know you, you were wiser than most they would just say you
3: had an old soul
1: Yep, so do
3: yes, I've heard sir. that before I've heard that before And that's why I brought up, you know Amir, even Solomon And uh, mean, And, you know Some of the younger, you know Kings, me, in history um, You know Joash Joash was another one Josiah in the Bible Was another young king uh, I mean, a lot of the young young people, you can have knowledge and you can be considered, you know, like you said, uh, like you were saying, old soul. But when we're looking at, you know, even back then, you know, you look at these kids now versus back then, you know, go look, look, look at some of the uh, 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 stuff like back in the day what would happen. If a guy was 18, his ass was out the damn house with a job, military or either government or shipyard. That's what they used to do. <laughs> you know, we look at the movie Baby Boy. That's pretty much the lifestyle of every young nigga around here now. So, you know, the... the, the Mental growth nowadays, especially of black men, is different. So that's why I say, you know, you can be any kind of nigga. Like young Pharaoh, he just—he was just a young nigga, a GD, running his mouth on the street
5: <laughs>
3: on YouTube, and his ass was a uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, all of a sudden he gained a couple. Follow was all of a sudden he was hell. You know that that that's something that you know we have to really look and be careful on is is what I'm saying. You know, is the mental growth of somebody back in the day versus the mental growth of somebody now. It, man, that shit's all screwed up. You know, it's
1: but, all. Screwed but that's why up. I said they you think about this community which I've heard them explain it many years ago, you could, they, despite their demeanor, we look at the other shenanigans. That's why I said, again, like certain things in this community, a lot of them are respected for the knowledge. They might call them the elder because of the knowledge that they're displaying or teaching. That's why they're being called elders. And I said, not just because of wisdom, you know, that's why I'm saying even on this community, like we have to, because, like, it's one thing how we use it in, in, the, in the Israelite tradition and one thing how somebody else might be using it in their tradition and then how they use it on the street. So we have to find out how are people using these terminologies. That's the difference. Because so that's why I'm saying the Torah says this way. So our thing is different than what they're using in the conscious community whatever. You know what I mean? The different traditions have yeah. different things. It would be the same damn word, but it's we got to find out exactly how they're using it. Because yeah. like you they talk yeah. about law. They say the law of ma'at. Okay, that's different from what we say, the law of the Torah. It's how you're using these, these like words or principles. And sometimes we argue with each other, over we're shitting, but I would like to say, okay, well, what do y'all mean? What So, you know, and believe it that way, you know, it's, I don't know, bro. It's word terminology So, uh, oh man, this was another one. A couple of things. I want the law of the stranger. Now this is, was a real, I, I was going to do, a, I supposed have been doing a video on it, but I got to make sure I got, um, but it's all my ducks in a row and everything lined up exactly how I want to do this one. Uh, can we really having right now in America? The law of the stranger. And especially for us, a so-called, I don't know what i going to say, I don't know how to say it, African-Americans, Black-American. But this one for us, and I'm going to show you how right here because dealing with the Torah, it's talking about how you have to be kind and welcoming to a stranger. Now, what we're talking about here, because Israelites were taught in the Torah how, uh, let me just read this right here. Uh, now, this was going to say Jewish. I'm, I'll am replace it with Israel, Israelite. It says one of the most one of the most important Israelite values has to do with being fair, kind, and welcoming to strangers. The Israelite people know that from hard experience that being a stranger in a strange land can be difficult and precuri- in, a, in a precarious situation. Jews have, or Israelites have, been in such a situation countless times. Now, you can replace this, talk about Israelites of old, and replace this with us, or our ancestors coming to the shores of America. And I'll tell you why, I'll show you why in a minute. It says, being, beginning with slavery in ancient Egypt and continuing through the centuries in exile from the promised land, Several verses in the Torah stresses the value of sensitivity to strangers. Now, why I say that again, because you think about, now we talk about the Bible, talking about being in a strange land, you know, talk about what they say, this. talk about Egypt. Now we know people do say America is a, uh, the modern Egypt, whatnot, or symbolically as Egypt. And so we know how it felt. Our ancestors coming through here being in slavery and knowing how it felt to be in captivity in here, so the so the Torah even goes in the book of Exodus 22 and says, "The stranger you shall not taunt or oppress, because you were a stranger in the land of Egypt." It says, "You shall love the stranger, because you was a stranger in the land of Egypt." And it just goes out to talk about how we're supposed to be in Israel. Um, we're not supposed to treat strangers. It's a commandment not supposed to be dogging, you know, raising dogging them out and mistreating other people from foreign land because we should know how it felt as being a, a stranger or, you know, being being oppressed and other. we're not supposed to, like, you know, say like the Mexicans coming over here, all them people coming over here. It says we're not supposed to dog them out, mistreat them, because we ought to know how it felt, especially here in America when our people ancestors was going through hardship and bull crap and still is right here in America. So we said, we're not supposed to be, especially I'm talking about the Israelites here in America, claiming to be Israelites and you're not supposed to be trying to dog them out and treat them no kind of way. Cause you know how that stuff felt right here in America and it shows enough America because we know they are being part. That's why I say I don't have a hatred towards them that's coming over here. Cause I understand a lot of them, they want a better way of life, but at the same time, I know I blame the damn government because they are the ones that's bringing the people over here, and some of them – you know, not all of them. Some people been coming anyway, but they are using them people as puns for a shrewd game, so I can't be mad at them. What the hell am I mad at them for? It's just the way that the government doing it is the problem, but I can't be mad at them for I want to have a better way of life. Hell. Who am I to judge But it's a way that we shouldn't be Trying to dog them out According to Torah That's what we're saying We Torah observance you can't do that Then you violate Torah You can't say I follow Torah I follow Torah Then you have a hatred for them people See then It's a different story You're not following Torah Like we say we follow Torah Because you're commanded not to do that
4: can, can I add something to that?
1: Yes sir Yes sir
4: all right, now uh, Tetmos. Uh, he lives in New York.
5: Mm-hmm. Now
4: that's what I was trying to explain to other people, because you know when I speak about the immigrant problem, I tell them mm-hmm. they can only see it from one point of view. But here's what's going on on the flip side. Yes, sir. You got you got these sharks out there that's got. Fifty Haitians living in the basement of their store, charging them twenty seven hundred dollars up front and whatever the I rent know. is. Yeah. So it's 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 basically turning into human trafficking. You know what I mean? Yep.
5: Yes, sir. So
4: yeah, so i will be trying to explain to them. See, you, you, sometimes you can't be nearsighted, you, you, you got to be able to see like down the road, what's going on. Cause I, I knew that was an issue here. Cause uh, mm-hmm. we have people from Egypt and, and India and stuff like that. And I mean, <laughs> it's, it's 40, 50, 60 people in the house. And then you find out that there's only one owner and the rest of them are basically, you know, like, like surf surfs, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, yeah, so that, that's a major issue. And that, that's the part of it that bothers me, man. And when I say, well, you know, if, if they could get here the proper, through the proper channels then it would be better for them, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. So like when, when I try to explain that to people, they, they, they can't see that far
1: yeah. and if now, I like, with, like you on that one, bro.
4: And, and like you said, if. We wanted to be kind to the stranger. The first thing I would do is to try to find a proper way to get them here and protect them at the same time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Don't just dump them on us because you're creating chaos and then you already have a group of people that have been here for forever. That you've never shown kindness to, and you know what I mean. It's only natural to say, "Hey, hey, hold up, Now I was I've been in line for four hundred years, <laughs> yeah. and now you you button in like yo, you know, nothing personal. <laughs> this is business, yep.
1: right, man. That's what it is, bro. You're right. That's yeah, why I it, is, just like it. Just had to be done. It's just I, I blame the government, like I blame the devil, which is the government. That I blame the devil. Yeah, I blame them <laughs> for this stuff. Because like I said, you had Trump was telling them, no, don't shut that damn door. Shut, put that gate up there. Don't shut that damn door. Like Grandmama said, shut that door. <laughs> so, uh, but is it I, like you said, I, we want the people to come here to work. We want them. We don't mind that. But they got, like I so said, they have to do it the right way. Cause like he even said, hey man, you got black, like you were just saying, bro, we got black people, man. Hey, Y'all, y'all already having time out uh, lack of resources so they they coming in y'all neighborhood and gonna take the little bit y'all got so now nah, we need to do it the right way That that's true but and dave i think that's the story you sent me last night dave i didn't get a chance to play when you was showing that the um them, them them brothers was living in the basement of a furniture store
3: Uh, can you, uh play that for me?
1: I gotta, I'm got. i going to find Let me find it again. I, yeah, that's the one you had sent it. Sent, I mean, that's the Senate, my bad. I'm proper English, ain't
5: it? <laughs> that's
1: the <other> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Right. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can dig it up. Yeah, I remember you sent that last night. Uh, let me find it right for day. I got it. somewhere.
5: Like yeah,
1: man, yeah. They got them guys sending in doggone... The, I got it somewhere, Dave. But let's go. While I'm to... go ahead. Go ahead, I... Dave. What was that? in New York day? Oh remember I where it was, Dave? You that. Yeah, you sent it to God me because you you. you you remember you was sending me some clips, some short clips, and I said, "Uh, uh you can find a shorter one." Oh, damn, that's fourteen minutes. That's not the one. Yeah, you sent it to oh, me last yeah, yeah,
3: night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I still do remember seeing you. Matter of fact, let me find it. It wasn't last night. It was. Um,
1: it wasn't last night.
3: Oh, oh, oh! It was. Oh, I see. It, it was. Uh, 40. I got it. It was the um, Migrants Gets Luxury Apartments.
1: Yeah, I got yeah, it. I was I got so I'm the commercial playwright right there. It. it was
3: 15 minutes. Yeah, no, no, this one here was a,
1: you sent me a shorter one because I was like, I can't play the whole fifteen minutes.
3: Oh, you talking about a... the forty migrants sleeping in New York City? Yeah, They're I got it right here. know, the basement. Yeah, there of the Senegalese.
5: Those yeah, here, Senegalese. here
1: you go, right here. Let me play it right fast. It's two minutes. Let me play it.
6: Tight quarters in the basement of a furniture store in South Richmond Hill, Queens. Cell phone video shows beds and migrants, all of them from Africa, squeezed into this room, two to a bed, migrants sleeping in shifts, only two bathrooms. Ibusar runs the furniture store upstairs and says he's the man behind all of this.
7: When they started coming to me, telling me their stories, I started helping them. I didn't want to do it, you know. I was I, I thought about it twice.
6: Once the city started enforcing a 30-day limit for single migrant adults staying at city-run shelters, Saar says the men were forced to sleep on the streets. And why was this better than a shelter?
7: Because here you don't
2: have problem to go for your work like that. In the shelter, sometimes every month you go, uh, go back to Manhattan to write your name and he, he send you another place.
6: SAR says the basement shelter had rules. No cooking on site.
7: Two in the top, two in the bottom, queen bunk beds.
6: He says he didn't charge the men rent, but he collected whatever they could come up with each month.
7: It broke my heart. I'm proud of
2: them. They're
7: all hardworking people.
6: But it didn't take long for the next-door neighbor to notice what was going on. She asked that we'd not show her face on camera. One morning, I came out here to go to work. I see about 20 e-bikes, and I got pictures of them. The neighbor believes this unsanctioned migrant shelter was running for at least two months. She called 311 to report what she was seeing. I just couldn't do it no more. All night long, people running in and out
4: that building, that door swearing, I
6: have not got a wink of sleep. DOB inspectors discovered that migrants were also sleeping in the furniture store. They said the basement had no natural light and no ventilation. After noticing the severe overcrowding and dangerous fire trap conditions, the city ordered everyone out. Where do you sleep last night?
7: In the sewer. Yep.
6: you didn't get any sleep. It's very hard to see Yeah you see.
4: It.
5: Thanks for watching. Stay updated. Damn.
6: Yes,
1: sir. That's the same one, uh Brother Alpha Male.
5: I think
4: so. And yeah, and then that's in New York. Yeah, and then during the yeah, investigation I saw that. they found out he had a second store. Damn. Yeah, wow. that,
3: that that was it. That was it. And and, and, you know something that I will say too when it comes time for a lot of especially a lot of Africans down here a lot of them. A lot of them are are especially when you talk about illegals. I know when I was practicing Sunni Islam and I said this before on the show, a lot of a lot of Moroccans get over here, right, and they use a lot, like, okay, when you're looking at the Moors, um, the Moors side, uh, you always hear about them talking about, you know, we're sovereign and all that shit. Now, a lot of them, a lot of Mo- Mo- Moroccans, they actually use a lot of that stuff when it comes time for the laws and being sovereign and stuff. And a lot of them are illegals too. A lot of people don't know that, but a lot of northern Africans are over here illegal, especially the Somalians. They do a lot of that, um, what do you call it, I'm sovereign, and and you, you just don't hear it like you hear the dumb Negro who then just got out of jail with a damn red bucket on top of his head, talking all this Wait, stuff. red bucket. Damn. But a lot of Somalians and Northern Africans, they're known for doing that. And when I was practicing Sunni Islam, they used to hold council meetings where you couldn't go in. You could not go in, and they was known for doing that shit. Now, I'm being serious. They was known for it. Like, they would have council meetings. They'd be over here, different identities and everything. Uh, fake driver's license. I'm talking about driving cabs and shit. Owning businesses under different aliases and stuff. And that's something that they don't talk about. They talk about the, the, the dark-skinned people doing this shit. They might talk about the to it, but they don't talk about the northern Africans that do it. They don't. So yeah, that's that's real big, especially in Virginia. You know. Man. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he goes now,
3: more one
1: uh oh, go ahead, uh brother man you go ahead first.
4: Yeah, so we were talking about how some of the laws like they 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 in in some way they still pretend pertain to the way we live today and and some portions of it don't Mm -hmm. because when when the stranger is used as a weapon it's kind of difficult to be kind to the stranger
5: (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) Now, now, I'm glad you mentioned it because here's something I was just going to read I'm glad that you went ahead with it first because now again when we're reading a lot of this from the Torah, people have to understand you're reading a conversation or a dialogue uh, actually that Moses was having with the people in that day and that time. That's most key. That's why when you talk about biblical hermeneutics, is like biblical hermeneutics is um, who, okay, who's the author? Who was his audience and what was going on? At that time, that's biblical hominutis, when you get into biblical hominutis, learning that. But here's something like, I'm saying this. Moses was talking right here, was speaking to the children of Israel and giving them this instruction. Now, this is Leviticus uh, 19, I think I already read something, 19 and 33. Now, this is, again, my complete Jewish study Bible and how it read it. It says, if a foreigner stays with you in your land, do not do him harm. Rather treat the foreigner, stand with you like a native born amongst you. You are to love him as yourself, for you were a foreigner in the land of Egypt. He says, I am Yahuwah Ye- the Elohim. Now, again, this is Moses. As they talked to us in 2024 here in America, <laughs> this was Moses talking to the children of Israel when they was getting ready to go into the land of Canaan, and established there. Nation said government, and we're just telling them when these foreigners come in your land, do not mistreat them. So notice he's saying in your land, don't, don't mistreat them. You're supposed to treat them. That's why I'm, i got to finish off. You're supposed to treat them like they are a native-born Israelite, like they were born in your nation. That's why, cause I, like I said, that's why I've been doing something on this, but i got to get everything lined up. Um, sometime I'll be doing this, but I got to be spiritually right and do it when the spirit will get me. But a lot of Israelites teach you this, talking about the most high don't care nothing about these other nations and all of this type of stuff. He can't say this here. That ain't what Torah says. And I was, the brother was saying, no, nah, he don't care nothing about them. We, we, don't, a lot of these laws just pertaining to us and us only. Well, when they really – I don't know what the hell they be reading. Excuse my line. I don't know what they be reading because a lot of this year you get into the law of the stranger. That's what it's called, the law of the stranger. It tells you when these people are in your land, like they – I hate to use this analogy, but when they – like they say, when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Basically, when you was in the land, when the foreigners or strangers were in the land of Egypt, living in the land of Egypt, they said whether they are living with you, staying in your house, while living in that land, a visit, they had to do as you did, it whether it's Passover, all of that stuff. And they had to do all of those same things, abide by the rules of your land, your government. They had to do that. Correct. Yep. That's what they did. They had to. There was a lot like we like in America. They make us abide whether we like America or not. They're going to try to make your ass abide <laughs> by the laws in America. That's how it was in the land of Israel. No different. No different. So that's why I was telling you don't treat them. Now, unless they like you said, be unless they doing something wrong in your land. Now, you punish they tell. But right. if they're being respectful to you. This is what tourists are, always teaches about respect. But if they're being respectful to you, that's why I was telling them, though, you know how it felt being in captivity, and you know how that felt. So don't do nobody else wrong because you don't like how it felt when it happened to you. That's basically what this is. That's how you can actually take that right there. You didn't like how it felt when somebody did you like that. So don't you go doing other people wrong. So that's why I tell people, learn the principles of the story, whether you believe it or not, whether it actually happened. Hell, learn the principles behind the story. What did he say, the moral of the story? But yes, sir. What, what What did Malcolm
4: say? He said, if a man respects you, you respect him. But yep. well, uh, I forget the rest of the quote, but he said something about it. if he attacks you. Yeah. I, you, uh, I, forget I forget how it goes.
5: But if
1: you hit me, I'm going to send you to the cemetery.
5: <laughs> yeah, something
4: like something that. Like,
5: something
1: like that, yeah. Yes, sir. I would send you to the cemetery. And that's a police tactic. Hell, if you attack a police with a with your fish, they might just use their nightstick. But you got a weapon, a knife or anything, they say they can go one. It's like they go one up on you. If you got a knife, they're going to shoot you.
3: Yep.
5: Yeah.
1: You got to go one up on you. <laughs>
3: And, and you and you and you know what they're afraid to do this shit nowadays, cause dudes got more more shit than, mo more, more shit than what the police got. Delivered. Like you was telling justice the other night about, oh, uh, Lord, I, Lord. I got justice saying he need a clock or something, and you were saying <laughs> telling justice they got damn guns thinking in that shit now. You know that that's uh. That's how it is here in V8. Like, they can't get them little glocks I've been seeing guys walk around with them little ass clocks like Justice was talking about the other night. And I'm going to tell you something, man. That shit, man. I look at guys, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? Like, what you going to do? I be up in Wawa and you know, give me some gas and give me something to drink. I I always see a nigga walk around with a damn little ass. I don't know what it's like a little ass pistol, and, and that's how you know somebody is like, uh, actually got a concealed carry because, mm. they like Justin was having my dad walk around with a little ass purse. Oh or, yeah, or, or or one of them little book bags, and I'm gonna tell you something. Like you were saying with the police, they got one up thugs. You know, these police ain't got to worry about shooting nobody no more. With them little guns. These guys, I'm talking about the younger cats, the ones that you see with the skinny jeans and the the the, the, the shades. You know, acting like girls and shit. They be having big old Mac 10s and Trey Pounds and shit, you know? They, they, they like, like, um, like, um, boy said earlier, Alpha Male, these kids, you can't say nothing to them. You know, mm-hmm. the, the adults, the dogs around here in Virginia, like I was saying, they walking around with them little Glock 9s, and kids has got the brrrr, They got the brrrr, The the shit that's spraying. Yes, it. You know, so
4: yeah. You, if you take a course on how to use cover, yeah, you, know, you you could take them out with a toothpick. But um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, long long guns are good. Like in certain situations, but actually, it's, it's more of a handicap. Mm-hmm. Especially, I—I I don't know, but probably ten out of a hundred that actually train with them. Mm. You know, so I—I I don't worry about long guns too much, and and God forbid close range. Oh yeah, you're gonna eat, the, you're gonna eat your you're gonna eat your gun. Trust me. <laughs> good uh, uh, Uh-oh, brother. Yeah,
2: that,
1: I got a, I got a good law for y'all to go into now, brother. But I got to play this clip right fast. And then I got to play this clip. And I know what law y'all going to go into. Let me play this clip right fast. I, I hadn't heard it I just looked it up. I, so I hadn't heard it. We all listening to this together. But I know what law y'all going to go in on this one.
0: You see? <laughs> All too often, I hear leaders talk about providing everyone with dignity and respect like it's an aspirational goal. That's not good enough. Dignity and respect is the bare minimum. It's the floor of where we can be. We must set our sights higher and focus on intentional inclusivity because there are still far too many people out there not just LGBTQ individuals that feel marginalized, shut out, or discriminated against. So for all of you out there, I ask you to set out your symbols of pride, share your pronouns in your email, particularly if you're a person who doesn't think they need to, initiate difficult conversations about racial and gender barriers, and share a bit of your vulnerability in a way that draws others in. You all have the power to take intentionally inclusive actions to ensure the multiple perspectives that we know make us stronger as we devise winning warfighting strategies get heard.
1: Now, for the Although, record, uh-oh, that is a lieutenant colonel who's a transgender speaking to U.S. Space Force officials. To the U.S. Air Force about inclusion and demand everyone to respect respect I B J. I can't even say it L B G T Q people. Yeah. So what law fit that one right there? What law do we use on Delaware? Well,
3: Leviticus eighteen twenty two.
4: Uh, there you go. do don't you
3: L- go. you got it.
4: You got to finish,
3: you know, don't just, don't just say chapter and verse. Go ahead and read it. No, right, let me go ahead and get my tour. We're going to that. Cause you know, I'll be having it off the dome. Like the rapper say, spit it off the dome. Yeah. Let me go ahead and read it. Leviticus he, 18, he
1: said you got to be inclusive now. He said you got to be inclusive.
3: It says. You shall not lie with a man as one lies with a woman. It is abomination. Mm. So that uh, being gay is wrong. Yeah, being gay is it's, wrong. It's
4: not just wrong. It's an abomination. You, you know. You know what about? Uh, uh, yes, abomination man. is unforgivable, unforgivable. Yes, sir. Yeah, because see, that's that why that, that word wrong, that word wrong, leaves it open to interpretation. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. That's,
1: that's why Ephraim said, "Go yeah. ahead and read it all." I knew what he was saying. when He said, "Read it all." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh
5: yeah.
4: So yeah, don't, don't hey, hey. that's that's some wicked. That's some wicked. Stuff there man,
1: I even sure had one was. of them. I can't even find it. It said somewhere that it was disgusting, disgusting to the most. <laughs> <It> <laughs>
4: yeah,
5: was one
1: of the, I, I'm trying to find where it was, man. I can't even find it. It was one tour or something I had that said it was disgusting to the most. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. And, 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 and you know what? And that's the thing with that. Nowadays... With all these, with all these damn dudes walking around here, you don't know, you don't know, you don't even know. They can walk around here like I tell you all the time. Uh, nigga can walk around here like Ving Rains. and yeah, yeah. you don't even know. <laughs> you don't know, right? <laughs> like, and trust me, I've seen gay Israelite brothers. Damn. I have seen and I'm looking at him like, what the hell? I'd have been in a camp where brother brother then got hauled out for gay shit. And I'm looking at him like that dude is down harder than hard. He walk around here like damn exhibit. like shit, like <laughs> he walk around here like Dub C, the rapper Dub C got the got the can't still look, and he tell me he fruited, like, you know. Yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm trying to tell you, you know. It's sad to have to, you know, be that way, but, yeah. It's sad to have to be that way where you got to kind of put everybody in that box. But, yeah, the, like I Mill was talking about earlier, the elder. And like you were saying, Praising the elders, shoot. Some of these elders, they might talk all that stuff, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, what did say, devil in disguise? I just I I did a search. Ask,
4: what did say, bro? I just did a search. How many times does abomination appear in Bible verses? Hmm. it it appears 84 times. Damn. Now, when something's mentioned 84 times, you can take that to the back. It was <laughs> important.
5: It, it was important.
4: <laughs> it was important. Yes, sir. Damn. Yes, yeah. sir.
1: And, brother, like, even with the, I'm going to say the craziness, because we talk about the Leviticus. Now, this little skinny dude here in Memphis called Justin, just, what's his name? I think it's Justin Pearson. He's a um, I don't know what that sucker is, but he's from Memphis and he's supposed to be a representative. They the one that caused all of this stirrup in New York about a, about a year ago, and they kicked them out, but somehow they got back in there. But anyway,
3: so tell us the with the Afro, you fake know, yeah. mouth um, Martin Luther King, type Negro?
1: Yeah, him. Oh, that's hell. him.
3: Uh, he is gay as hell.
1: Yeah, yeah that's him, and. His dad is a pastor, too. They said somebody. They said he's a pastor. He the one that did a thing. He did a thing talk about uh, Jesus is a Jesus is a woman, and he said pray to the woman God, the trans God, and all that old crazy stuff. Uh, but the food the other day, uh, big up to the. I'm gonna say it. I ain't gonna hold no punches. Big up to the Republicans here in Tennessee, boy. They have been cutting up. They've been standing up for for, for, moral, for for morality here in Tennessee. Big up to the Republicans here in Tennessee, man. Um, the governor here. Now, when I did get a chance to vote, I voted for him here, Bill Lee. Big up, because he's been, he been taking care of business as far as morality here. But anyway, what they did here the other, um, just the other day, they voted to ban the LGBT flags to be hung in schools. You, It's a ban. They can't put them up in schools no more. There's a band, but this fool, while they, when they did it, he go up there, cutting up and kind of going against it. Started talking about some stuff that was evil. That's what he said. He said it was evil and immoral what they were doing. For the people who voted to get those flags out, of he said they were they were being evil, and he called them immoral for not wanting to put them flags. So he started coming with some other bull crap, talking about the Confederate flag. See, you always got to play the race card. He started talking about the Confederate flag. They don't even fly no damn Confederate flags in the schools. So he, so he wanted the LGBT flags in the schools. Ah, damn.
3: But, but let, me, let, me, let me tell you something about him, though. And I know y'all going to get mad are <laughs> kind of going off topic.
1: No, we good. Yeah, we about nine minutes I, out I, left. Go when, ahead. We're
3: ta- when we're talking about Justin Pearson, and there was another guy that he's with. Uh, I think his name is Jones. His last name is Jones or something like that. I, I think his like,
1: name Justin Jones or something. Both of them named Justin, yeah. I think.
3: Yeah, Justin Jones, one of them. He got straight hair. He kind of look like a, a Bruno Mars cousin.
1: Yeah, he part Native. They say he's somewhat half Native American. Some I know you talking about. But go ahead,
3: brother. Day. When, when you're looking at it, and I've, I've said this plenty of times, and I'm gonna do a lecture on this, they imitating the what do you call it, the black the Greeks, the Hellenistic, you know, uh, 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 Helen, Hellenism. <laughs> Yeah, you what know, when you look at the HBCUs, and that's something that, um, like I said, I, I talk about this all the time because I have a strong HBCU uh, family uh, uh, lineage, even though I never went, my brothers never went, uh, my sister went to one, and I'm going to tell you something. I ain't talked to her in over seven years. It's crazy. I just started talking to her about a year ago. And I'm going to tell you something. That hoe is so far gone. They are, I'm being serious. They are at HBCU. It's, It's rare to find somebody that comes out normal. Black history studies. Is pretty much LGBT studies. Bellman College, pretty much, when you were talking about the Justin Pearson or whatever his name is, it's not shocking. It's not shocking. HBCU is pushing the LGBT and black history heavy. Yeah. They are, they, matter of fact, they, they push the shit. Like, I'm going to tell you something, I'm... I'm <laughs> If I had kids, I'm going to tell you something. All that of mind is a terrible thing to waste. I, see I I'd rather my kids' minds be, be wasted, drunk, and high than to be in these schools and these colleges. Because, yeah, you, you come out worse. I, I'd rather my son be dead the wine over. And, no, and, hell and, not, and, and, then, then then uh damn then you go to these colleges these hbcus because they learn they learn lgbt they don't have they don't have they, they i've I talked about this plenty of times i have family that went they have took out their anatomy when it comes down, even with the medical procedures medical doctors, you go to school with medical school they don't even talk about this When they talk about anatomy, they pretty much have a penis in a vagina as like a a play body for them to work on. They don't have, in the HBCUs, their medical schools have the same exact thing. Yeah, they're terrible. Don't, don't, I don't care. Take your kids about these HBCUs. That just the person he just doing what the hell he was taught. HBCUs is 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 is, is teaching this madness. Well, are, he's being
5: he, he's
1: being put up as a prop. They setting him up for another position to 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 do something, run for senator, uh, like they did Barack Obama. They they grooming him right
4: now. Yeah. Hey, Doug, check this up. Yes, sir. A little, uh, link to what Dave was saying. Now, there was a dude that sued a doctor because the doctor wouldn't do a pap smear
3: on him. Good to, damn. Yeah, yeah. They don't even teach. They don't in these medical schools. Damn. Yeah. They they have pretty much like okay for instance they used to study what you call the the they used to have the mannequins where they would teach like okay the different body parts they have a damn um, okay they used to have a female body they have a female body with a damn penis on it in yeah. some of these, in, in some of these medical schools and they even doing it in cosmetology and barbering schools too because you have to learn about the body in, in these schools too when you take your state board you have to learn about the body they're doing that in, in in the barbering textbooks like instead of you the yeah yeah i'm being serious with you state board like they have what you call the malady. milady is when you go to any barber school the school to have a textbook called Malady, which has the curriculum which you have to teach in order to pass a state law for your license. They're putting that in the new damn textbooks about transgenders, about transgender anatomies. Damn. Yeah, sometimes
5: the money this shit. Yes, uh, they
3: fucking it all up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's terrible, y'all. Y'all. That's why I say, I rather keep. I rather just keep my kids on the motherfucker. If I had kids, I would. I would keep them on some old school shit. Get Get them a old old school textbook. Get one for like nineteen sixties. <laughs> get one. I
4: know. <laughs> I know Pastor Dow always, his monikers is always, come up out of her, my people.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. Got to. So I ain't lying. Yes.
3: They don't they teach sex education in the school system. Well, no. And,
4: well and my point is they never should have.
3: That. That's a that's parent's responsibility.
5: Yep,
3: yep, Yeah, they don't yeah. they, teach all that independent living and all that. They don't teach that no more. Somebody I was saying, look, I, I know I have people who I talk to who got kids to go to these schools. So they, they I'm like, do they learn this? Man, nigga don't learn that shit in school no more. I'm like, what?
4: I'm like I got expelled from twelve schools, and even I remember that in school. <laughs> the university,
5: is useful, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> what
4: the, what they
1: said a Hebrew word? Well, they said hell is uh shul. Really ain't hell, but shul. Shul, shul. and and, and, look, and you pray that I hear somebody say a shul, as that it sounded like school, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, right. I was like, "Damn, Joe, I ain't lie." School, uh,
4: But I, I'll I'll end, I'll end with this one. Uh, back in man, it's been a long time ago when uh, Irritated Genie and the uh, Straight Black Pride Crew went down to Spelman. And we're videotaping, and all these dudes walking around with pumps on and shit. These high hair mm-hmm. pumps. So this, Dave is right. This goes way back. And this man, this had to be uh, ten, twelve years ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And if if you were straight, you 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 were just a rat, you know.
3: Yeah.
4: And if yeah. And if a faggot said something to you and you didn't like it and they they would they would uh bless you out. You know. <laughs>
5: yeah. You
4: supposed, supposed to accept his advances like you would uh, a female. And I tell him that that ain't happening. I'm about to tell I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna fuck with his dental work, he he's coming. <laughs> hey, hey, damn. hey, damn. hey
5: damn. I'm I'm
3: am going to I'ma I'm tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. These, these, especially the hair salon industry, as a straight guy who has worked in the hair salon industry, I've worked in salons with gay dudes. And I had one white gay dude try that shit with me. I told, I looked at him. I said, you better keep your fucking eyes over there. And I'm going to tell you something. His ass did not like me. He did not like me after hearing that. I said, "Keep your eyes over there." I told him, "You better keep your fucking eyes over there." Yeah, like shit. They can always like me. Yeah, that does.
1: Yeah, they. But them HBCU, like we said, they, like I said, they, they Hellenized Jews. I mean, they not not Jews. They Hellenized. They Greek. You know what happened in Greece? You know the freaks of Greek. And hey, remember what they said. Uh, what was it? The uh, the the blacks who started all this stuff. Uh, I forgot the name of it. The one that boule them. They wanted to start it because just to be just like the white Greek fraternities and sororities. Same old stuff. Like I said, I want because I was asked this. Now here's the brother that worked, We were talking about this one day, and I and I threw it out. like I said, Wait a minute. Now y'all call yourself African, African American, African descent. Now, why would y'all choose a goddamn Greek fraternity, a sorority? When, when all they said, well, I hear, I asked one dude, well, man, see, we just chose the Greek letters. I said, well, damn, why the Greek letters, bruh? I said, because, I said, she, you had the Meduneta and all of that stuff, whatever they call it. Well, I can't say hieroglyphic, because that's Greek. You had a Meduneta, and you had the Hebrew alphabet. Oh, that was way before the Greek letters. So why the hell <clears> y'all do you Greek
4: letters? He couldn't, he couldn't respond. Because, because he was cause he, he, cause he like having his ass
1: tickled. Yeah. And he was a goddamn. Damn. He was. He was in the masonry and all that Greek shit. He boy, he, they used. He was happy about all that.
3: Hey, hey, I all I was you something. The Greeks, because like I tell you, a lot of them Greeks, man, they even allowing transgenders within their sororities now. Go so look it up.
1: Yep, yep, I remember that.
3: Long. I remember that. Transgender Day, Howard University, go look it up. They had a pride day for Howard University about a couple of years ago. I remember seeing an article. Because even though, like I said, I, I, I never went to one, but it's mostly, majority, about 60% of my family went. Aunts, uncles, cousins—I still like keep up with like what's going on, you know, because you have to, you know. And I'm—I'm gonna tell you something. They had a pride, a pride day at half. I, I, I that was, how? Yeah, that was Howard. It wasn't happening. It was Howard. About two or three years ago. And I was reading the article and then there was a bunch of damn transcenders with the motherfucker in pink and green and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I mean, yeah. you know, when I, I look at Kamala Harris, she look like a dude, but you know, yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: And Dave, we go back you I mean, so like we go back to all these Greek fraternities? People are like, oh man, I went to a black HBCU, but they really, they really look at. I oh, they probably don't give a damn, but they do their homework. Okay, you call it black historical black college, but hell, they were started by white folk Majority of them that I, I ain't studied right. research all of them, but but like Alpha Male he mentioned earlier, he mentioned Spelman, they were started by two damn lesbians supposedly,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. And, uh, and Spelman, I'm looking at it right. I even went back to go look it up so I can make sure. It's been a long time since I looked it up. But it says in 1980. Uh, uh, excuse me, 1882, two women returned to Massachusetts to bid for more money and were introduced by a wealthy Northern Baptist uh, businessman, John D. Rockefeller. And remember, they, they actually named it after his wife, Laura Spelman.
5: Yep, but
1: it was started by two women. Uh, Howard, who uh, ain't that what? Uh, oh, you just girl went. You just said her name, uh, Kamala. Did she go to Howard?
3: Kamala Yeah. Howard was hey. started
1: by a damn Civil War. Uh, what was he? I think he was a Civil War general. Don't quote me on that. But it was something better going back to the Civil War. But it was a white oh, dude. Uh, Howard. Uh, yep. Morehouse. All them damn damnness started <laughs> by white folks. I'd be like. Yeah, what the hell? You think you're getting away from there? But they all start. And a lot of them, Spelman was a, was supposed to be a, um, a, a, a Bible college or something like that, dealing with that. Morehouse too.
3: Yep. And and you so. know what? And you know what? I, cause you know with me, I had to go back to school to get my diploma which I went through a community college for that. And I'm going to tell you something. I had to tell a, a lot of my family members because they, they tried to force Damn. my brothers to go because they, they dropped out of, you know, of like the college, and university. Yeah. They was like, fuck that, me ain't doing this. Now, I had to tell them. I said, told a lot of my family, I said, for me, I would never go to a four year university. <laughs> I, I said for one thing, especially no damn HBCU and the fact is they make black people they make black people not only that, they make black people just coon coon it up. Like every black person that I see that's in my family that has went to one of them be in the room with Carlton Banks than to be in the room with them. God damn. I'm being serious. I'd rather be in the room with, well, Uncle Tom, like Terry Crews or Carlton Banks because they would tell you, oh, well, we're black. We're black, but then they do the, they, they, they get these jobs in the social services. They get jobs in the DMV, they get jobs in the welfare office. And meanwhile, there's supposed to be prominent pillars in the black community. Oh, HBCU graduates, this was, this turned to. But in, they get jobs, and notice this, they get jobs within uh, places to keep low-income black people down. Work and she brag about her HBCU shit. And I'm being serious with you. She treat all her fucking clients like shit. All in love. And I'm looking like, you're supposed to be a well to do black woman. <laughs> I'm being serious with you. I got cousins who've been the law enforcement. And I'm being serious. They'll whoop somebody ass caller in uh Mrs. a couple of years ago. You remember that? All uh, of two dogs. Yeah, Tyreek
1: yeah. Nichols.
3: All of cops were part of America Sci fi. <laughs> you remember that?
1: Yes sir. Yeah it is. That's damn-
3: I, I got I got family like that. And I'm being serious with you. I tell them all the time, I'd rather be a broke, broke nigga <laughs> working a regular job than to go sell out and be over there with y'all. I'm being serious with you. I, right. I, I, I'd i rather be a broke country ratchet nigga than to be an Uncle Tom bougie nigga like that. Because, No. Nah. Okay.
5: No, well, b- I well, said it the other it. night.
1: What is that, bro?
4: I said it the other night. I hate them fucking cops because they will do all this dirty shit, and
5: uh-huh.
4: once once their pen once their pension is secure, then they find Jesus.
5: <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs>
1: It'd be like uh, what's they dude Anton Levay soon as he get ready to die. I, I believe in God now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> On oh, <Yeah>. his
1: deathbed. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I can't well, stand Yeah. Damn. They're terrible. It's, it's always these black ones that's hard as hell. Always hard as hell. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Going to oh, the military. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Too good like You know, Sarasu said he used to be a police officer. And that he he was was terrible on the force. Yeah. Said he was a police officer. He was a sheriff's deputy. He worked at the jail. And they said he was the worst one out there, too. Yeah, no. Yeah. And they
4: told me, they told me, once one of those, you always one of those. Yeah.
5: Gotta be.
1: And the crazy part of you remember back in the day when, man, um, what's his name? Bill Cosby done pushed a lot of this goddamn Greek fraternity shit real deep back in the day. Yeah. You remember, um, damn, especially with Different World and all that shit. They yeah. that shit, man, looked glorified and fun. But old, old stuck-up ass Whitley, you know, I didn't see it that way back then. I used to like that little proper-ass girl back then. <laughs>
3: Me yeah. too. Yeah. I was yeah, like but, the Red Bones back in the day too. I, yeah. I, I, but, I came back in the day. He, I was a, a color-struck nigga. I loved
1: me some Whitley Gilbert back in the day. Yeah, but he grew up <laughs> behind, made you want to go to college and shit like that, you know. Yeah. Join them damn Greek fraternity. And it was another one. I know. Um, I don't know the Cosby. Did he have? A, he, he, somewhat talked about, but especially that different world though. That that shit, there, man. Yeah. How'd you want to go be a Morehouse man, and that's what I think they was kind of advertising more Morehouse and, and kind of like Spellman. I think that's what they was kind of somewhat advertising, wasn't it? Kind of portraying. Yeah,
3: yeah that were. And and you know what, and Felicia Rashad that played Mother Huskful, the uh, Lady Huskful, whatever damn name is the wife. Yeah. They just. Uh, because of the Bill Cosby scandal, they dropped her from being, um, uh, what do you call it? not what she was in, uh, Howard University, but they dropped her ass. Damn. She, I, yeah, they dropped her. Her and Jay Allen. They ain't working at no Howard University no more.
4: Yeah, yeah. I never understand them. Damn. Damn. Yeah.
3: They just yep, some bougie <laughs> hoes.
4: Yeah, they hurt me every time they open their mouths. <laughs> yeah. Just shut shut up, turn around, let me hit it and you go. Every time you open your mouth, you just you just turn me off. Shit. Damn. Yeah.
5: You
3: got big show, dude. Especially, <laughs> especially our sister, our sister they and turn out all them girls on the different world.
4: Yeah, I tell you, I tell you another woman that disgusts me in both ways, uh, Maya Angelou.
5: Oh, yeah, man.
4: she gave me the creeps. And what's this new supposed poet? Uh, can't think of her name, but she gives me the creeps. There's something about, and and you know they dice. Uh, you, know, yes. you know, people can say what they want to say, but you can tell in their verbiage. That sometimes
5: this they
1: ain't playing with a with a full deck. Huh. And my Angelou, she I I didn't know I didn't really never get into it, but she didn't yeah, she was married to a white dude, wasn't it? Or European, I wanna call white, but European, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Maybe and and that was a a female poet. I've got she was in the um she was in the, I think her last name was Sad Change. She was another poet back in the day. She was another poet back in the day, um, um, another, um, in the day with the Maya Angelou crew. And she came out two years ago before Wait. she died.
5: Wow.
4: Remember, remember I said the other night, for some reason, black women are drawing the dice?
3: Sonya yeah. Sanchez. That's her name. Sonya Sanchez. I don't her. I don't know yeah, nothing
1: no, about her. So,
3: yeah, she was she was like one of those uh poet type females and she was uh she was she was like that too uh like a poet type uh, female and she did her and Alice Walkley and like I said, my Andrew and all of them. There was all in one big old. Uh, there was all in one big old circle. As Man. for Davis,
4: hey, think about it, Dave. I mean, Over Winfrey, Angela Bassett. Uh, what's the the strange looking chick that played uh, the the woman king? You know, the, uh, Angela and
5: Davis. Nah,
4: well, yeah, she was another one, but. The, the black lady that plays, uh, it was this movie called The Woman King, supposedly, over in Africa. And,
5: yeah. and I, she was, I mean, she,
4: what's, what's her I mean. name?
1: Uh, uh, Viola Davis. I said Angela Davis, my bad. Uh, Viola
4: Davis. Yeah. 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 And they always, and, and I could tell they're because I hear what they're talking about. Hmm. You know, oh,
5: hey, she hey, like,
4: the- go ahead,
3: no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, I, I, I know, I know what you're about to say, <laughs> No, go ahead.
4: No, I'm just saying it's like, they, they, they're attracted to this, this hard-headed, retarded, like, illiterate, like, disgusting looking, I don't, I don't know why they joined it. You know, and 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 I'm <laughs> cause I, I used to have this theory when I was younger that all all females are on the fence between straight and dyke.
5: Okay. <laughs>
3: that that's a good. well, you right about that one, man?
4: Yeah, because uh, one, one bitch you cry, and the bitch that's comfort comforting her is. A little overcomforting. comforting, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it it's almost erotic, and I'm like, yo, why are you touching? Yeah, no, 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 fuck that, you know. So yeah, I, you know, I just, I, they, they strange, man, they
3: strange. Hey and, and you know what, you know what, Alpha male, I don't know if you remember, Oprah also had a girl that was with her. Uh, Named um, Ava DuVernay.
4: That's, yep, that's the one I couldn't think of her name. Yep.
3: Ava DuVernay. And she, I, I don't know why I was watching some of them shows she had. Greenleaf. That show by the pastor's family called Greenleaf. She did. Another one called Queen Sugar. Tell you something; these books were based off of like real stories. Like Queen Sugar, Greenleaf was based off of books. And I'm gonna tell you something. Like, some reason I used to hate to, like, read a book that got turned into a film adaptation. Let me tell you why. They don't put all that shit in the... All that shit that they put in the movies ain't in the books. Yeah. Like, Queen Sugar, which Ava DuVernay is one of Oprah's dyke dyke girlfriends. Mm. In the the movie, in the show, Queen Sugar, they was dyking it up like hell. And I'm going to tell you something. I had to stop watching that show... Because I was looking at I'm like, wait a second, this shit ain't in the book. I actually read the book, I'm like, this shit ain't in the book. What the fuck do you mean by uh oh, old girl going with the damn going with her professor? I'm like, this shit ain't in it <laughs> Talk about damn your sisters smoky pro black gone with um a white dude that's a cop, that shit ain't in the book. That's yeah. why I think I'm just like, in even the book was about a guy who was a felon. He went and robbed somewhere, and he had his son. He did some time, came out, took care of his son. And then there was a girl who was a lawyer, and she was, very big her father died she came back home to take care of the land and help her little brother out right but nowhere in the book did they have a dike sister so when i looked at the show queen sugar i'm thinking i was okay let me see i keep hearing everybody come out read the actual book nowhere in there all on the show is nothing but gay. They gay in every fucking thing up. I'm like, none of this shit in the damn book. None of this shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I had, to put, I had to put this goddamn show down. I said, fuck it. I'm like, uh-uh. That, none of this shit's in the book. I, I'm going to tell you the worst shit ever. Don't ever read no damn film adaption of no book when there's black people that's directing it because they would put the gay bullshit in the goddamn movies. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you said that
4: because my wife has Netflix, right? Now, I'll grab a science fiction movie that has nothing to do with nothing. Now, I'm the type person I don't wanna see no Relationship in the movie Because I don't give a fuck I want to see the movie Right <laughs> You
5: know
4: I'm watching Fucking Godzilla And they got a way To put that saggy shit in there In Godzilla I told, my wife, I told my wife You need to start Paying for this shit Because I've only found One goddamn program That doesn't have saggy shit in it Yep, <laughs> Yo. they got a whole Channel on
1: now Just for that On that On the Netflix, Ain't it
4: I don't know. I, I just put in science fiction. And, and even the cop shows and the murder mysteries. And you, and, and here's the fucked up thing. They, they fuck with you because they put it in, like, the ninth episode, right?
5: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> to, to see if you're stupid enough to continue. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this, this shit is disgusting. And I always tell you, you ought to be ashamed of yourself watching this shit.
5: Yeah. Remember,
1: sure. remember, Netflix. The, the Christians got all over Netflix ass for because they was finna put out a, a, a something a thing about gay Jesus. Boy, them Christians got all over their ass for it, and they 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 didn't put that out there. But they was getting ready to do some some kind of thing. But it was like a gay Jesus though.
5: Well, Crazy. Passion of the Christ was
4: about a gay Jesus.
5: Yeah. Damn, Jim. I ain't, I ain't never watched was Damn fruitcake. Yeah, Jim
4: I ain't Jim never watched was me, but I saw I saw the poster. It was, oh,
5: it was yeah. showing up a long,
4: hair faggot in a
1: dress. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Hey, oh, hey, I got a good clip for y'all. I just found. Hey, <laughs>
3: Hey this I'm it. a male, but yeah, I'm gonna tell you, this is one of the reasons why I don't I I don't subscribe to Messianic doctrine. Listen, at this Jesus is Zeus. I keep telling y'all that Jesus is Zeus. Like, when you look at even even with Jesus, period, he has to be Zeus, because all the New Testament is written in Greek. Greece. It's written in Rome, Greece. It, it wasn't nothing but homos over there. Mm. That's why I said Jesus is gay. I, I will never believe that Jesus is black. I don't care how much Crayola a, a Messianic keyboard put up that Jesus <laughs> is white.
4: <laughs> I'm glad you said that because when I first met, I don't know if he was uh, Mexican or Puerto Rican, but his name was spelled, at that time, I thought it was Jesus. And he said, no, he started out no, it's Jesus. But it's, you know, it's spelled just like Jesus. I'm like, ah, okay.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. The Spanish call him Jesus. Right,
4: but, right.
1: But so, you get that King make... James 1611, is
3: Isus. Yeah. So
1: you get a King it, James 1611,
3: is Isus. It's spelled yep. like I. It's spelled yep, with with I, I. Right. Yep. I you, owe you and, and and you know what? And that's why Tazoriak and them don't want to motherfuckers pull out the real King James and the Timesdale and the John Y. Mm-hmm. Bible because all those Bibles have that shit pronounced like that.
5: hmm <laughs>
1: But they they tell you though to get the King James sixteen eleven. They but do that. Remember, they tell you to get the King James 1611, and the King James 1611, the one got Isu's on it. And that's yeah. the one they tell you, but they read it. That's why they... But but remember the game though, they, they don't say Jesus. They say Yahweh and remember, right. they tell. that's why I did that video. They tell people Jesus and Yahweh is two different people.
3: You remember that day?
1: You remember that? No, no, not according to One West. They say, yeah, how we're shy Jesus is two different people. See how they play the goddamn game? That's why I be doing some of the videos <laughs> like I be doing. Some people probably do. Some of the people be coming sometimes. They don't catch that because they don't hear that shit. That's why the messianic, they don't never comment on them videos. Some of them count. They don't come. They know we be telling, I be told their ass about that bullshit. <laughs> Like that's why hey. I be saying this stuff. The people probably don't understand like this fool he'll crazy. What do you mean? Where where's the book of Yahweh Shah? They be knowing what I'm talking about. That's why I be throwing it out there like that. What the <laughs> book of Yahweh Shah is. Okay.
4: Now, you, you know what? That's interesting. Because now some some camps will say Yahweh Shah, Jesus, it's like like it's the same. hmm. Like they'll say one in front of the other, yeah. You know, like a uh, you know uh, Pookie, aka uh, <laughs> Sniper. You know, yeah, uh, yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah. Who, who who are you talking about?
4: Oh no!
1: Don't, know. don't uh, Israel United in Christ? Don't they say Jesus? Don't they? I think they yeah. say. I'm not sure.
3: They say yeah, both. They say Jesus. They oh, they
1: said Jesus. Because I remember they did a video. They say Yahweh Shah was not his name. They teach against that Yahweh Shah stuff. Uh,
3: yeah, they teach gather against Yahweh Christ Gather Christ's church. say, uh, of Christ's church. Say.
4: Yep. they call him.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Yahshia. <laughs> yeah, they call him Yeshaya. I've
4: heard that, yeah. Now let me ask you something. Now we understand what the like the pronunciation of Jesus, and they turned the, the 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 J into a J sound. But where are they are they saying Yahusha to confuse or connect it to Yah? Is is that part of why they do that?
5: i I'm
3: Go ahead, I'm gonna break something down to you. Okay, a lot of, them, and I've heard this stupid ass breakdown before. They say Yahusha is supposed to be Joshua. Huh? There was they, a lot of them say that Joshua in Paleo Hebrew is Yahusha. So when they say yeah. They say Yahusha, they mean my savior supposedly, yep. but I'm gonna tell you something. It's it's they tried to put it like this Yah, which means he Yahusha supposed to be my savior. They try to put him as like a god and a savior and one like you were saying. Wait, didn't they compare him to Ya uh Chasu? No, that's why it, I said...
4: it, Here's another question. Okay, if J was pronounced ha, then Jacob would be who ha ha, ha-, cool? ha-, ha- cold? or, or yep. I'm I'm confused now.
1: You're right, Yaku. Okay. Yeah, Yakou. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, I, I, I think I'm, I'm catching on. Yeah, that's and why I, Mira, is, I got like, the yes, Bible. I'll be having talking about the Jew, complete Jewish study Bible and stuff like that. Even though this this is a messianic, but I, I it's certain things like the notes. that I know they they trying to teach that messianic stuff. But it's a lot of stuff they change. They will have because these are Jews who did this book. Even they Jewish messianics, but like in this book, they do have Yaakov. They have, they change. They won't have some of them English like that, some of them names. They change the names, put it back. And even when you go on with were just saying, though, he said Joshua. Even when they'll say, some of them say Yehoshua, Yehoshua, it would still be the same as they saying, Joshua. And it's crazy because when you even read, the, um, I'm trying to find one right fast. where they say, Yah is our Savior. Ah, I'm trying to find one. It says Isaiah it because when you read anywhere in the uh uh the Tanakh when it actually says savior man i'm trying to find a scripture right there they got it in there top of my head well anyway but when you see where it says savior and stuff like that if you were reading that in hebrew you actually would read it and say Yahushua. i mean yeah Yehoshua or uh yahshua i'm gonna say like yahshua and you'd be like hold up yeah jesus ain't you like nah because the Hebrew word for savior is would have been like Yeshua or Yeshaya or some. Okay, here, go. Yeah, I just searched. I had one highlighted somewhere. Uh trying to find. Damn, I got highlight it highlighted, but where is it? I don't know. i am looking for the exact word that says savior. I'm looking for the exact word that says. Oh, here you go. Isaiah 43 and the, 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 first three. Now this, is like I said, my complete Jewish study Bible says. For I am Yahweh, your Elohim, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Now, if I actually had that as a a Hebrew right there, look at it up, Savior, it would say like Yahshua, uh, Yahushua, or something like that, that word Savior. But if somebody seen that Yeshua, oh man, see Jesus is mentioned in the whole Old Testament. See, it said Yeshua right there. No, that just what Savior means. That just the word Savior. That's how they get you. They, they get okay. people with you. Yeshua, just Yeshua, Yehoshua, like they were saying Joshua, or well, we say Yeshua. See still Joshua, yeah yeah ah uh, Yeshua. That means Yehoshua. That means salvation. But they make it look like it's talking about Jesus. That's why they'll say he's our savior because Savior, the word savior is Yahshua or say they Oshua. AKA. Then they might give it now say Jesus.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's a trick. Hey.
1: That's why it's so tr it it'd it be so difficult when you you know, when people don't really know the ni- the, the names and because they trick us out with this Christian shit.
4: Well, I'm glad I met you, brothers. Cause uh, <laughs> I, I was I, well, I, I won't say I was. I'm still thoroughly confused, but it's,
1: yeah. it's coming it together. It is confusing. I ain't gonna lie, brother. It is. It, it take a lot, man. It it is confusing. And, and
3: yeah. you know what? And I'm glad you brought that up. Even when you do look at shayak uh, like which is Mashiyak some people will say that that's in, like, okay, when you go to Isaiah, the 49th chapter, the fifth verse, and they talk about Isaiah being the helper or the savior, and now some people will, um, some, some and I don't know, maybe it was just the scriptures I read, the book called the scriptures, they put my shayat right there. Some mm. people put my sh- shayat, and shayat means, some people say Savior, but it really means anointed. But yeah. some, of the, some of the Hebrews will screw up and will, like, matter of fact, let me go to my, uh, uh, let me uh, go what to was my that, What was that scripture
1: again If I'm going to look it up in the scripture Bible.
3: See. It was, uh, I, uh, I want to say 49 or 5. It might be Isaiah the fifty third. It's one of
1: them. I look up both of
3: them. Yeah, because when they go to talk about Savior, they go they always talk about some Isaiah, and but they they try to make Savior as far as somebody. Let's see, Isaiah forty three, forty three and three. Yeah, try that. Uh, oh, no, uh, man. 43
5: and 3. I'll be they
1: right back. Okay, no problem. And they say Marciak? Oh,
3: that's yeah. the one I
1: read so, earlier, I think, yeah.
3: Yeah, and yeah. Some, some of them use Isaiah 49. Now, uh, so how they put 49. Marciak with
1: that with Savior?
3: Well, okay, when you look in that my Shayat, right? Yeah. So I'm Now, and when you get into some of their coordinates, which they got screwed up coordinates, like KJV coordinates will say, like uh, some of them will say like shy, uh what do you called Shayat. Some of them will say Yasha. like he will say Yahushai, mm-hmm. where they sometimes confuse Yahushai. But when you're getting into certain, like, especially KJV, they will say Masha instead of Yesha. Yasha. And they get, that, they get that word confused. They will. They will get that confused. I've heard, especially um, IHPK, they will say, like, Masha Yacht. Masha for them would be messianic but if that means savior according to them if you look at it from a cajun hebrew standpoint it was it will mean um savior for them
1: but still that's still wrong for
3: king james
1: because they're still yeah. wrong mashiach mashiach a much uh a Mashiak or however they put that would just be anointed. Anointed ain't nowhere in this in that in that verse. Now you do Boy, have, like I, I said, I, I got, got to say, do. I got to, um, the the uh, uh, the description Bible, and it says for you know, and they don't even have the name. They have the Tetragrammaton in there. It says for I am Yah, your Elohim, the uh, set the set apart one of Israel, your Savior. And it says, I gave you Mizraim as your ransom. So you don't even have anointed. So how in the head, what I'm saying, how do how they getting, uh, Mashiach, which is anointed, from there? They add that to that. Because that says Savior, which would be, like I said, Yehoshua or uh, Yahshua, because so that's Savior right there. That ain't anointed, because Mashiach or Mashiach or Mashiach, however they want to name it, say it, That that's anointed. I don't know how the hell they get that. I ain't never seen and that is, now.
3: And that's and that's what a lot of them put in there too. They add. That's how uh, a lot of them will say anointed and savior is about the same, and I've no, I've heard that sir. being pushed too.
1: No, nah, they lying I've on heard. that one. Yeah, they add that. See, that's what now, that's what they want to make it. See, that's what I was saying. They want to make him be a part of the scriptures when he's not in there. And like I said, if people are not listening and studying and, and following along with it, yeah, they'll get them. I, I got another one. I got the um, my Jerusalem Bible. It says Savior right there. They don't say none of that in there. Don't say none of that stuff. It says Savior. So, yeah, they they add that in there.
3: And, and see, that's what they do. And that's why I say when i that's why when I look at anointing and I look at Savior i ain't going <laughs> i just what? I just go and I just read my command
1: well yeah, they're two yeah. different words, yeah, they're just two different words, and anointed has nothing to do in the fight way. Anointed has nothing to do with no damn Christ. And you see, that's that's the whole point that Christians need to realize. Well, they realize that, uh, which I don't think they are, uh, not, I'm going to say some of them not, they will realize, because they said, he's the Christ, the Christ, a Christ, it's like I said, just mean anointed one, like I said, hell, King Cyrus, hell, he wasn't even no Israelite, but he was called anointed, the anointed one. You see, they need to learn what this word anointed means. They just automatically this Messiah, he the Messiah, Christ is the Messiah, he this superhero that just gonna die on the cross. No, bro, where y'all getting this from? They don't understand the concept of anointed.
4: They just oh,
1: think it go here, brother.
4: You're you're terribly mistaken. You you Uh-oh. you assume you assume they read. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> you, you're right about that, I
4: mean, I mean,
1: You, you show sure right.
4: They, they, yeah, they
1: regurgitate us.
4: That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the worst, not yeah, the yeah, worst, yeah. but one of the worst experiences I had <laughs> is my mom didn't know I could read, yeah. and you know she's one of them them holiness high rolling church folks. Yes, sir. And, and my my dad had me read some stuff out of the Bible, and one day she was coming at me, and I laid that I laid that word on her, boy. I thought I was gonna die that day. <laughs>
3: man, that <laughs> happened to my grandma.
4: Man, my dad had to save me. That's how belligerent she was. <laughs> Uh, you know? Yeah, I, yes, no. I, I I I knew something was wrong. My dad used to always tell me, like, man, how do you know that? I'm like, I mm. don't know, Pop. it Just it just feels wrong. And then he would wow. show me a little thing in the Bible. See that right there? See that? that. I'd be like, okay, okay. You know, and uh, wow. And I, I just I I just say stuff, and just like now, you'll say, you know, that's in the book, and I'm like, wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I'll mess with you earlier, i you must read this book
4: I got over here already. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah. I, 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 just, I just, I don't know, I, I just feel things, sometimes I can't explain them, I can just feel them.
1: Yes, sir, you got the spirit of the sermon as the Bible says, you got the spirit of the sermon. <laughs>
5: yeah,
4: yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, sir. And you know what? Today, going back into that like I said, you know, I've I've heard somebody kind of disputing on that because I see this sometimes. Because I wrote something on time, and They said, no, that ain't how you say the name." Because they say Yahshua and then like the most of the European Jews have it is Yeshua, and they like nah Because if somebody has said, "Hey, man, that ain't that ain't how you say it, it's Yahshua and I looked at him like, you know what? I said, I would rather spell it like that. I know it will follow. I was like, I would rather spell it like that because you got y'all on. I'm like, yeah, it would be the right. Cause, oh, because we're not going there because of, you think about this new, this, this, because people be, this why I be, guys be talking about, y'all need to learn Hebrew. Well, actually this Hebrew they got, modern Hebrew is made up. That's why people be saying it's, 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 well, I'm saying it's made up from a European. Uh damn yeah. it? it was a European. Let me his name uh let me get this book right fast. one that. He's actually uh They call him the father of um, of modern Hebrew. Uh Dave, I know you would know his name. Uh they call him Ben Yahuda. Uh it he had Ben Yahuda or something like that. It was a European. Yeah, guy. I've
3: heard of him. I yeah, heard of him
1: they said that it was basically lost, the biblical Hebrew and all that was lost. And I seen them European dudes, you know them dudes, dudes that they, they, they don't like. They they go against Israel. They got a name. They call it the ultra orthodox Jews. And they go against say that the state of Israel is not supposed to be over there. So, but anyway, I seen a video. The
3: light of her city.
1: Uh, they call some kind of mata. Monte Carter, they I know they, the other group called it's Carter or something, but it's another name. I can't pronounce it. But they, they do out the black, like about. the Hasidic Jews. They they be out there protesting with the Palestinians and stuff. They yeah. but they Jews. They call them ultra orthodox Jews. But anyway, dude was saying he was arguing, he was debating with. Well, it's just it's one of the Jews was trying to get him to debate with him. He's like, hey man, we we don't do all that debate. We ain't got time for all that. But Dude was kind of going with him And he was like You know people there say the Lashawan Kadash That's made up That's that's some bull crap that the Hebrew Israelites made up But no that dude that ultra Orthodox Jew He was telling dude He's like hey He started saying something about their language And he was like why did y'all How come y'all don't study Lashawan Kadash He said y'all made up y'all own language He said that's not real Hebrew That's Yiddish And going yep. back to what we're talking about But this dude, Ben-Yahuda, you go back, that is – it's from German. It's mixed with German and Yiddish and all of that. It's not real biblical Hebrew. So when that that Orthodox Jew was saying that Lashawan Kadash was actually the real Hebrew, he was telling that goddamn other Jew that. So even the Orthodox know that. So when people are like, man, these Hebrew Israelites, like, that, all that Lashua and Kadash, that's a made-up shit that they made up. No, not even according to the damn what you call. The Orthodox, they know better than that. The Hebrew that everybody talking about, man, you got to learn Hebrew. That's not the original biblical Hebrew that the ancient Israelites studied. I mean, what yeah, they spoke.
4: What Go ahead. Yeah, because I've always known that. They uh it and it, it slipped my mind, but yeah, I've always known that the uh the uh
5: the Germans
4: over in Israel spoke Yiddish.
5: Yep.
1: And their stuff know? is mixed. Oh yeah.
4: Yeah well, and you, you you notice I called them Germans, right? Yes, sir. They're not hmm. they they they're not Jews, never had been a Jew. Uh oh. They I guess Uh, I ain't gonna gonna go too deep,
1: cause you uh, you, you know, uh, uh, Uh Alpha Mill. He said something. Hey, Dave. I think Alpha Mill. I think Alpha got a lot better over there. He ain't telling us about Dave.
3: Hey, 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 hey! Hey, Look, look, look! Now I'm I'm gonna put something to you also. So yesterday. I was in the other day. Not yet. Yeah, it was yesterday. I was in in the grocery store, and I, you know me, I I wear my prayer shawl everywhere I go, and my you know Star David's. And I had a white Jewish man. He said, "What's up with all that you wearing?" I. I said, "I'm a Israelite. I'm a I'm a Jew." And he said, did you convert? I said, hell no. My whole ancestry, everybody, like, my my people predate 1941 and uh, 1917. And, and he, and, uh, he bit his tongue for a second, and he said, talking about some, well, I was born over there. I said, well, my whole ancestors is Israel. And and you can kind of tell he was kind of fed up with my ass. He was, yeah, I said, well, are you from, like, Kazakhstan, or are you from, like, Germany? And you say, no, I'm Really from Israel? And I'm like, I don't know how, because he had to be in this damn, what, like 70s or maybe 80s. He was an old, older white Jewish guy. And, you know, over there, the Balfour Declaration was in the 1940s. You know, That's when they really completed, like, the Israel over there. So him being in his 80s, I was, uh, late 70s, I was looking at him like, how the fuck are you from Israel? Right.
4: And how were you born there?
3: Yeah. That's why, that's why, (laughs) that's why you from, like, Kazakhstan or... He said one of those places, but I'm like, well, you just say he's from Israel?" I, I, I've
4: seen the, I've seen the films of them
3: lying motherfuckers. Yeah, but he was, he was confused, and I started talking about the Torah, like how we're, you know, breaking it down. And I told him, I said, "So I use," I told him, "I grew up Messianic Judaism where." My family pretty much were messianic, but they were Jews, but they believed in the Messiah. And he said, well, "I don't know how that's possible." And I said, "Well, that's right. You're you're right on that." You know, and what? I told him, I...
4: you should you should have told him that you're not supposed to converse with the Goyim. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, so he Jews by Judaism now, religion.
3: No, listen no. <laughs> this is where he got screwed up at, right? And so I told him I said, Well look, I said, so for me, I said, you know, I read out the stone edition tonight. And I said, but I've noticed that going in the synagogue, so he started telling me about He ain't been to a synagogue in years. So I said, well, listen at this." I said, so my tabernacle I study with is pretty much based out of Memphis. I said, but we actually study all the books. We study a lot of the books. I said, but I've been to synagogues, European synagogues, and I've noticed that they don't study Tanakhs. They don't study Torahs. They read out of sedoes and I'm being serious. His ass got like silent like a motherfucker. I said, I said, you know that that kind of tripped me up, and I said it's kind of it was kind of hard to find a uh, ministry that studied Tanakh, that studied you know the actual you know Torah. I said, but it's strange how you go in synagogues, you're supposed to study to not supposed to study Torah, but y'all sing songs and shit and read out of the book to the he, His ass walked away. He said, I got to go. I
5: said, mm.
1: <laughs> well, you know, Dave, I, I, I've been looking at that and I found out why. But first, let me give Alpha mail uh, That's why uh, I said Alpha Male got a library over that day. He he ain't telling us, man. Alpha Male got a secret library over there. He like the Vatican. He got a library because he said something <laughs> earlier. Because he said they. Who, who, well, Alpha mail you said somebody, some Germans did use Alpha Mill.
4: Yeah, ger- Germans over there in Israel.
1: Cause check yeah. this out. I got I have read up some mess with Alpha Bell. Though I said he got a library over there. I got the complete I mean not a dance complete Jewish. I got a, a a Jewish encyclopedia and I look up the word Oscanaz. I think I showed it one time on YouTube, but the word Oscar, this they book they wrote this. It says Oscanazism, literally German. That's what it yeah. said. Oscanazi literally German. It said the name was applied. Uh, uh, to Jews of Germany and northern France in the beginning of the 10th century. Yep, It says then you uh, the Sephardic, it says the Sephardic, that is, Jews from Spain, Portugal, and uh, the Mediterranean countries and North Africa. But it says literally, Ashkenaziism literally means German. So how could Hitler hate the damn Jews when the Jews... Of Germans?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tell you why he hated them. Was it the same? Uh, that same debauchery we we witness in the day. Mm. You know, because uh, <laughs> it, it, it had nothing to do with their race. It had something to do with him, them infiltrating politics and trying to. Uh, Establish the uh, banking system and all that stuff, you know. They had to do with nothing with them having big noses or shiny heads. You know, yep. That's just that's just a lie they perpetrate because you know, and and people look at me crazy when I tell them. You know what? I understand Hitler. He, he's about the most a misunderstood man in history.
1: Yep. They they do Oh but they uh right fast about what I looked at bruh and why I, I i looked at this Because I remember you saying that about the synagogues, so i be sometime I get up early in the Shabbat and I turn on uh some of the Shabbat services uh and far as I've been studying and looking as well reading, and i've sometimes they will they have a torah in there they you know they have they don't have like what we got like they don't have the art strolls and stuff like that. They kind of have just like probably what you would have seen in the temple back then, the one big uh, stroll. Because you remember, like, did you, when you went in there, did you see that big old, like a big case? And they had the Torah yeah. and a big stroll like yeah. that. Yeah. That's what they do. They will bring that out. Uh, man, this book I got, it tells you how to do a, a Shabbat service in the synagogue. They bring out that big thing, and, and, and they will lay it out. You don't touch it with your hand. They you know they get their little pencil thing with the finger and they read it with that, especially when they I be seeing them doing bat mitzvahs with the boys and I forgot what they call it. But what is it, bat mitzvah with the girls, whatever? But they, the bat
3: they, mitzvahs with the girls and the
1: boys. Yeah, they had them read, so they will read from the Torah when they open and do some part. They read, but here's what it is. They I, I picked it out. What they what it is? Shabbat services is, is and reading. <laughs> and why um, see? because with the psalm, you said they read from the siddur. The Sador is like a prayer book, psalms, reading psalms, because that Shabbat, they're doing worship service. They're giving praise to the Most High. It's not that you're studying Torah, because like I said, a lot of it, that's why FML was asked the other day, was the difference between law and uh, uh, the commandments? because that's why you have other days where well, you're studying the Torah, going through there, learning about the law, learning about the customs and other things. But Shabbat was the day you do a holy convocation to do what? You pray glory to the Most High. That's why they're reading out of the Siddur, which is a prayer book. They're reading prayers. They're singing out of the Book of Psalms. They singing songs with the song books. Like you go to church, they they got the choir up there. They singing, giving giving praise to Yah. And someone's that's what the Shabbat they are doing with the Shabbat. That's why you don't see them just really up there going too much into the Torah as much. They'll read it, then they'll put it up. That's why, because it's more about giving praise to God and giving, you know, that's it. That's why. With you will see, and similar like that, now we disagree with the church, but that's why you go to church on Sunday and they have what they call worship service. Then you'll see on Wednesdays, or some Tuesdays maybe they have what they call, well, Bible study. But well, even before that, they have Sunday school where they learn how to supposed to read the Bible. <laughs> then they have on Wednesday they have Bible study, but Sunday is really Sunday is worship service. That's what they really had for. Shabbat. could you think about back then, Dave? Just think about when Moses did them it was back then. You wouldn't have been, everybody didn't have no Bible. Even even coming out of there. Only people who maybe had, what was it, what was the Torah scrolls in? They was in the Ark of the covenant. When everybody didn't have no damn Torah inside of they, they, whatever they lived in, their houses. Only had them was the high priest, and the high priest was telling everybody these stories. And that went on for a long time, even with the synagogues. Now, we're privileged today to be having, the Bibles and all of this stuff in our own home, but hell, you just went with what, the, when you went to the temple, you just had to listen to the high priest them tell you the stories about the Torah. And that was it. Yeah. And you sit there and worship service. That's why you see, like, I got all, I bought some, that's why I've been saying these crazy-ass Hebrew Like, I know we're about to go over in one minute. Well, we, we've been in overtime, so it's about to start recording in one minute. But this is why I been hearing them crazy ass is like like Shabak you know, them be talking about what the Lord say. They read the Book of Psalms like it's a prophecy book. It's not a prophecy book. You,
5: you go in here.
1: It's a book of prayers. Like when David was praying, asking the Most High forgive him for his sins. You go in here and read. You can read them for prayers. People get sick. Other little things that's happening. You can read them for like you know, for, like I said, prayers uh, for the sick. Uh, you just going through something emotionalism, going through it, or you can sing use it as song books like the Bible, like Catholic Church. Them got a hymn books. This is basically what it's about. That's why you I, I buy psalm that's separate. They call the, it is actually called the uh, Tehillim instead of the Book of Psalms it's to call the Tehillim.
3: The Tehillim, yeah.
1: Then I got the I have Tahili, two of
3: them yeah.
1: that's that's not is not even included in the in the Bible. It's by they self they separate. And that's what they use for it. That's what a subdoi is. It's full of, uh, like, scriptures and stuff out of the book of Psalms. So, yeah, so and, it, yeah. it's all like how they do. I, I look at the Jews. I mean, like, some European Jews. I see how they do a lot of stuff, and I'm like, okay. I, and I, I learn a lot about it. But the hebrew Israelite community sometimes, they Shabbat, they don't really have Shabbats. i am be honest. They don't have Shabbat. They still doing the same old thing. Talk about the damn white man is the devil. Yeah, Oscar <laughs> Yeah, you know Oscar Nazi. and Dan, it surely is, darling. Yeah. Oh, I want to play this right fast. So we ain't, we ain't recording now. We ain't gonna get in trouble for it now. We start recording. <laughs> so check it out, Alpha Male. You see it is, what's this, like, It's this bright on, something like that. That's the name of it. You know the website I'm talking about, Alpha is It's a white website. They play a lot of information you ain't gonna hear on right, mainstream. I think it's bright on. Right on .com or something. You sent me some videos that have one time before. But I, you know,
5: uh,
1: I had to send you video.
4: Yeah. I, I. <laughs> it's been a while.
1: Yeah. But they ain't going to play the whole video. I want to just hear it because I hadn't listened to it either. I just saw it. I was searching for stuff. Bro, they got a thing on here as a video. They say, because uh, there's supposed to be a lot of conservative. If they go in there and talk about news, they ain't going to let them kicked off of YouTube, all this. But I got to read it. is child rape victim testify. Uh-oh, Dave. Here you go, Dave. This, I know you're going to like this one. Child rape victim testify Michelle Obama raped me when she was a man.
4: What? <laughs> Dave
1: Dave fell out of his chair. I heard him when he fell. Oh,
3: Lord. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's what it what says. The fuck? Uh, I'm going to play some of this here, man. I'm just a little bit. it victim the
2: Whistle way. and testified about the cult of pedophilia operating in the White House during the Obama years alleging that both Obama and Biden raped her during their time in office. The stalks the halls of the White House during Obama's presidency, according to Ali Carter. None more shameless than then-Vice President Biden, whose secret security staff have long been aware of his sick predilections. But the culture of pederasty did not stop at the top during the Obama years. It permeated the entire system and goes much deeper than you might expect. The victim alleges she was also raped by Michelle Obama, And this is where things get really disturbing. Presidents, vice presidents, art collectors, Hollywood executives, climate czars, and pizza shop owners. Let's face it, it's one big depraved cult. And thank God you're not in it. Before we get started, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And join the People's Voice Locals community to join our incredible community, support the channel, and gain access to exclusive and uncensored content. Government agencies and the public are all complicit to the horrors of child trafficking, according to Ali Carter, who told Stu Peters that Child Protective Services, the FBI, CIA and local law enforcement are all involved. The rot begins at the top, but it does not stop there.
7: And everybody is so worried about the elite. And we could give those names of Barack Obama, Joe Biden. We know about Michelle Obama. That's a man. We know about... Oh, shit.
1: Mel, Mel. I, I, I got y'all know I'ma send y'all this clip. I gotta send y'all this clip. This was sister, they showing the video. They showing her. She just said, "When Cheryl ob- Day, goddamn, shut." The- what the old folks say? Shut the front door. Let me play a little bit more,
3: y'all. Damn. <laughs>
1: damn
7: um too short we know about akon and steven tyler and we can give those names all day and everybody is so worried about that but what you should be worried about is the people that are in between the people that go as low as your grave diggers i was schools Uh, i was trafficked in underground tunnels that link under your schools uh, through your cemeteries under uh, your your amusement parks through universal studios and into hollywood elite homes Um, all over the place all over the
0: world so the names that you just mentioned Barack Obama stuff. In one second, but
1: what she what she saying? I remember, bro, I remember hearing them saying, even going back to JFK days, the underground tunnels. How they said at night they used to sneak Marilyn Monroe inside the White House for damn JFK, and even they was talking about going back to George Bush days. Them they used to sneak prostitutes into them damn underground tunnels and stuff. I remember that. Even the movie White House Down, they had they showed them them underground tunnels and shit. They trying to get it. So, damn, what she's saying, some deep shit, y'all. Come on,
0: play back again. Uh, Steven Tyler, Joe Biden, Michelle Obama, personal sexual experiences with these people. Yes. These people participated in sex abuse firsthand with you. Can you tell that story? Because that's important for people to understand and, and to know. And to this point, I don't think I'm right a national platform has given you the opportunity to say those things.
7: No, because everybody is complicit. It is, Everybody is complicit. It is covered up by your local FBI. It is covered up by your local police department. It is underground tunnels. There's a whole world... Um, it's a different way of life. There's every source of transportation. <laughs> when
1: I- I'm gonna just stop it right there. I know we want to <laughs> come in. I got. I gonna send that to y'all, man. God damn. Yes, they actually showing her face on here. I you remember this? You remember this uh, page when you uh, this 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 thing? I remember you sent me some stuff from the year. Well, not years ago. <laughs> She actually said Michelle was a man. God damn it, that goes to what uh uh Joan Rivers said.
3: And you and you know what's so crazy about that too? Uh, I'm about to uh go to sleep.
1: Yes, sir, we gonna I right gotta go to in
3: work minute. in the morning. Um, even when and I've been talking about this for a long time, when you looking at Even when you do look at a lot of these, uh, especially people in entertainment industry, a lot of them are clones. A lot of them are, are pretty much clones whom they switch their gender out. Like a lot of these, like Kamala Harris, she's a man too. Hillary Clinton's probably a man too.
1: That ugly motherfucker.
3: <laughs> Shit, Susan Rice. It, it, she looked like a little, like a little, uh, fucking um, low uh, a uh, low fucking uh, light skinned dude. She looked like Cat Williams when he was in the Damn Pimp Chronicles. Yeah, That same hairstyle. Yeah, like that. That's why I said I don't. You know, I, I, even, even with uh, was Stacey Abrams, she looked like a damn Gerald with a dress on. <laughs> you know, that's why I say y'all got to really look at that Obama. Obama looked like a woman with a suit. You know, oh, yeah. Joe Biden looks like Ellen DeGeneres. Generous. <laughs> That's why I said said, don't take that shit serious. They switch out genders. They will. They just comb you and switch out your gender and kill the old you. So have you seen Michelle Obama's pictures with her, Michelle, with her, uh, Michelle or Michael with Obama with a little afro? You seen that picture? They was on the college campus. Michelle Obama was looking like damn uh, Jesse Johnson or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
4: so so Jeffrey Epstein is probably Jennifer Epstein now, huh? Damn. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Shit, they all switch out genders. Hell, damn. Obama look Obama look like a damn Lisa Ray with a low Afro. This shit, they, they 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 switch them out. That's all they all they do. Yeah. They take a regular civilian and make yeah. them into something of the opposite. Even when you look at entertainment industry. Entertainment industry is a devil's playground. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, like I'm gonna tell you something. It's it's hard for me to look at a damn movie nowadays. I can't because I'm like the mom looks like a man.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Everyone up. Shirley Temple looks like a little little white boy with a wig. Shit! I'm I I refuse to take this shit seriously, anymore. Yeah, I I, I refuse to.
1: Everybody got to (laughs) wonder. Everybody like Stevie Wonder. We all wondering, around This motherfucker. Who is fucking real? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: I I just had to share that with y'all,
1: brothers. What is it, brother?
5: Yeah, I'm
4: keeping them all at arms length. I don't touch none of them
1: dessert yeah, i saw that i yeah. like oh hell it, I, it was some on natural news i was looking at natural news that's how i found it. i was looking at natural news and somehow that thing one of the other sites popped up and then that thing popped up i was like oh i gotta sit <laughs> yeah, well but i saw that i gotta finish listening to that shit. there i gotta see what they saying on that one but i do remember hey, them talking oh, about oh. underground tunnels and stuff even going back to jfk yep Sneaking Marilyn Monroe in, sneaking all them prostitutes in, the White House.
3: Didn't they have underground tunnels in New York underneath the synagogue? You remember that
1: recently? Yep, yep. Hell, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's New York. Remember, they had a documentary, man. You could go on YouTube, look at underground cities. Mm -hmm. I think Chicago has them, New York. Yeah, underground cities.
3: (sighs) Harry every, Thomas said Harry Thomas said the underground railroad,
1: Yeah. You
3: know? Yeah, but now nah, they got shit.
1: real
4: underground.
1: Cities really under the damn ground for
4: real. Hell yeah. And the, you know what's fucked up? Is the motherfucker you call your homeboy or your brother or your cousin. That them motherfuckers know all about it. They immersed in that shit. Mm
5: hmm.
3: Hmm.
4: It's just rampant, you know. I don't. I just don't trust. You. I don't fuck with nobody like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> I told my wife, if I go down, I'm taking, all my <laughs> I'm innocent, I'm taking a whole lot of motherfuckers <laughs> with me. If yeah. I'm innocent, i a whole lot of motherfuckers
3: with me. Taking yeah. everybody with which Oh yeah. Now but if I'm guilty, I'd be
4: like if, if I'm guilty, I'd be like, yeah, you caught me." But if I'm innocent. Hey, you fucking with me? Oh, no, no. No. My dad used to always say, shit, when I'm right, you got to fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah,
3: You'll be up in court like Nino Brown. <laughs> but I ain't
4: going I, I to make it to court.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave. Well, look, I, I got to get up early myself. It's been real, brother. I appreciate exactly. the lesson. Shabbat shalom.
5: Shabbat shalom
4: Shabbat
3: Shalom brother Yes sir Alright
0: Okay round two Name something that's not boring
2: a laundry? Oh a book club Computer solitaire Huh?
0: Ah oh, sorry we were looking for Chumba Casino <laughs>